When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to The Wheel Reads, a Wheel of Time podcast. Your hosts are Alan, Chris, and Ian. This podcast is safe for first-time readers with no spoilers. This week, we'll be covering chapters 49 and 50 of The Dragon Reborn, A Storm and Tear, and The Hammer. Enjoy! All right, welcome to season three, episode 20. Um, moving through, we're actually almost done with the Dragon Reborn. We got this episode and then two more, um, and then we're done. And then we can move on to the Shadow Rising. So um, it's been a long time um, since we started this book. Um, are these these books, you know, over almost a year and a half. We're getting close. Um, year, year and four months. But um, before we get into anything else, I wanted to just give a quick shout out. We do have one new patron. So a uh, shout out to Holly T. Thank you so much for your patron. Holly T. Holly T. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, sir. We love you. Yeah, we appreciate that. Um, and then as far as anything else goes, as far as like new numbers hit, we haven't hit anything. Um, we're still like taking up towards stuff, but yeah, nothing to report there. Um as far as I always do this thing, I, I know you guys probably, uh, uh, it's been like a year since you guys were on, oh, by the way, black towers with us. We'll get to that in a second. Um, but Hi. one thing that, <laughs> one thing that we're tower. doing, um, every single episode <laughs> is like a new location that we have listeners from and just kind of give a shout out to that location. So we actually just this week got our first listeners from Vietnam. So welcome from Ooh, v- good morning, whoa. Vietnam. Cause it is morning there. I guess. Good morning. Good morning. Vietnam. Oh God. I did not see the Yep. Wait, somebody actually missed that? I thought we'd all chime in. Yeah, I I was right there. I missed that. Ready for it. You were there in spirit. And then um, if you're listening to this next Tuesday when it comes out, you still have time because I'm not going to select the winner till tonight being next Tuesday night um, because we record a week ahead. Um, doing a book giveaway. So uh, on Twitter, you can go check out the Will Reads on Twitter right now. And there is somewhere buried now between all my retweets and other stuff. I'll probably just tag it after or pin it up after tonight. But there's a giveaway we're doing. So it's um, um you have to retweet, like, um, and comment on it. And you could be entered to win a free Wheel of Time hardcover, hardcover copy of any book of your choosing from the Wheel of Time. So pretty cool. Um, we used to give away like Alan. individual books, like noise. Yeah. Um, so. It's been a while since I've been anything away. Is our t-shirt out yet? With, with Which t-shirt? Yeah. Yeah. The flight t-shirt's out. I, I would like to give one away. Oh, you want to give one away? Do you want to give one away right now or just whenever you would like? All right. Whenever. Well, we'll cash out. <laughs> if you, if, if we can give it away to someone listening tonight or we can just do it How on Twitter. Or... Have listening. Ooh, uh, you want me to count? Uh, no, I'm gonna drink wine. 
One, two, three, Math. four, five. More than five six, last seven, time. Give it away. Give it away. This give is the most we've now. had in a while. Let's give, give it to somebody away, here. Give it away. Okay, we'll give someone listening. So we have, I think, between, besides the people actually on the podcast, we have, I think, we have 13. My favorite number is five. Who's the number five? Okay, let's see. One, two, three, four, five. That'll be Jake. He wins everything. Uh, you can't get the Jake. Sorry, Jake. We love you. You can't get Jake. We can go to six with this far strider who's never won yeah, anything. Yeah, let's do six. Yeah, far strider. Yeah, far strider okay. wins. Sorry, Jake, Jake will send you something else. Jake's <laughs> like, fuck. Yeah. I got I got something for you, Jake. Don't you worry about it. Ooh, Jake, just just, Jake literally just won a t-shirt last month. So... <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> um so we'll give it to far strider far strider is going to win a t-shirt we'll we'll hit we'll um we'll, we'll hit hey, catch up with each other in dms afterwards fault. he's got the dark ones on luck yeah no it's easy calling jake matt <laughs> there you go now see you did five going down the road didn't you if you had gone across the road would have been delusion yeah oh there you go mm. let him fight oh boy oh so mm. other thing other things going on for the entire month of April, I'm going to be plugging a charity as well. So uh, Jordan Khan actually has a GoFundMe going on right now. Um, we might be doing an event. I'm not ready to talk about that quite yet, but we will get there when it's ready. Um, but for right now, I'm going to we link get there when the we des- get there. Yeah. In the description of, of this episode, there'll be a link to that uh, GoFundMe for Jordan Khan 2022. Obviously they had to cancel in 2020. <laughs> 2021 is looking like, uh, who knows? Um, so two months or two years without having any kind of uh, income coming in. And then plus this year's they're not going to make anything because they granted all the tickets from the previous year. They're going to kind of, they're kind of struggling. So we're trying to help out, you know, Jordan con, cause it is a great fun time from what I hear. We never have been able to go because it got canceled because of that we damn like virus. <laughs> we like love to, to go and we want, and- we wanted to keep on going so we can go. Um, so, we're going to link that in the Some description the and feel get free. you uh, early sit passes. That's yeah. true. Some of the donations yes. will yeah. get you an early VIP sit down pass. So, Ooh. And okay. if you donate 70 grand, they'll name a system after you. All of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're thinking deal. about, you know, getting the Black Tower con, but you know. yeah. It will, no, it will no longer be called Jordan Con. It'll be called Your Name Con. And. <laughs> We're going to get no, no, all the content be... creators together to donate 70 grand, and then they're going to have to read out all of our platform names. <laughs> did, did somebody warn them that this is a bad idea? Because one time uh, my sailing team was fundraising, and for a certain uh, amount, you could name a boat. And so I paid that ridiculous amount, and the name I put on the boat got the sailing team in a lot of trouble. <laughs> was that birth control? No. My name did last very long. Yeah. The uh, donators? Which is probably like a bad one. idea. I'm probably sitting there the whole time. Yeah, I just like, yeah it's worth it. <laughs> I mean, that's when you get like boat contests have gone really well, like you know, Bodie McBoatface or exactly Timey McTimeface Con. Yeah, the Stephen Colbert wing of the International Space Station. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Or the John yeah. Oliver Memorial Sewage Plant. You lost control, sir. Peter Powell. Peter Powell. So, so yeah, so moving on to personal life, um, as far as what's going on in my life, I have a birthday on Friday. So hey. when, when this, when this episode comes out to everyone old else, yeah, man I know I, I, I turned another, another year old. Um, so yeah, once uh, this episode comes out, that would have been last Friday, but, uh, yeah, so excited about my birthday. I don't know what I'm going to do. Cause 
it's COVID. I'm probably just going to hang out on Discord and drink with everybody on here. So like, yeah. hey, I'll have fun. I got a, I got a beach oh. house this weekend if you want <clears throat> to. Well, it's Easter weekend. I know we have a lot of stuff planned. Do you have Saturday a tent as well? <laughs> a tent? I'm, I'm, I'm pitching a tent right now. You know I what I mean? He's working on it. That's what the beach house is for. <laughs> <laughs> Easter weekend is this coming weekend, the third and fourth. It is. Yeah, so we have like, like I have a three year old son. Yeah, so we're doing Easter egg hunt on Saturday, and then uh, like family stuff on Sunday. So yeah. Anyway, um, what's going on with you guys, personal life wise? Man, uh, so I got a sweet surprise today. I was gonna have my kids for spring break, anyways, which you know technically by the numbers starts Friday. Um, but I picked them up kind of last second this afternoon, so they're here with me. Uh, they're, they're, they're tucked away playing video games as I record. They're super cool and, and letting dad do this. Um, what else? When this comes out, I will still be at the beach. In fact, when this is released, it's on Tuesdays. What do we have that day? Tuesday morning, we're doing an aerial flight over Outer Banks at Emanio. And that's Can like I be 40, your son? That's like a 45 minute thing. <laughs> yeah, man. We, we got Adopt room for me. you. Adopt me. And then uh, that afternoon, we are uh, renting Jeeps up in Kerala, and we're going to cru- cruise around, check out the horses. Uh, if we have time and enough daylight, do a little surf fishing up there. So when y'all listen to this, when it drops, that's oh, what I hell yeah. Pop. Very cool. <laughs> Chris, you got a big weekend coming up. Hmm. So... <laughs> <laughs> Since she's normally not listening, but she's literally right behind me, I still say it. <laughs> this weekend will be the second of four date nights that could Ooh. potentially be a proposal. Ooh, the suspense! I know. Suspense. And we're going to this really like lit place that's pretty chill. It's really um, good that they have lights. That's got yeah. a great. <laughs> It'd be, be nice to be able to see her. <laughs> of the town. I want to Maybe. like propose into the wrong one. <laughs> you know what? It depends on who she is. If it's somebody like Alicia Keys, you know, she already knows. But <laughs> she's like, yeah. that look, y'all. It's on fire. If I go quiet in the next five minutes, come check on me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Y'all know where I live. Anyway, yep. so yeah, we, have, we just have a, a great, um, well, we have to drive all the way back to Charlotte Friday. For those that don't know, like Chanel's engine literally died on her last week. And y'all know I had my issue with my engine dying. Don't buy yeah. Korean. I hate to say it. Like hers is a Hyundai. Is that how you say it? I always say it wrong. Hyundai. Anyway, Hyundai. Hyundai. Are you saying Hyundai. it in Korean or in English? In Korean, how is it pronounced? Hyundai. Hyundai. That's easier to say. So right hers there. is Hyundai and so mine is Kia. Hyundai. That's much easier. Either way, <laughs> like these like Korean cars just die like no other. So hopefully the engine will be dropped tomorrow and she'll get her car back. If not, it could be up to two more weeks. So, Oof. you know, and she starts a new job next Monday. So we're really hoping that, you know, things get put back together. And then depending on how I feel on Saturday, Probably not. <laughs> yeah. we, missed, we missed you last last week too. Yeah, she's throwing stuff at me. Seriously, guys, uh. five minutes. <laughs> if I go silent. 
It's like she's moved closer <laughs> onto the bed and everything. <laughs> she's listening like she's got those, say it, like, say it, say it. eyes. She is, and she's not listening. So you guys all know what the deal is. Propose um, live on Discord right now. No. Propose <laughs> live on Discord. I have the literally like she's laying over top of the ring. Do it. Like, that's how know. bad it is. Quite literally, she's laying over top of the ring. <laughs> nice. Cruel. It's in a lot. What you gotta you do is you gotta you gotta do it in fundraiser form. If we get to a thousand dollars in Jordan, oh God, Jordan, no, we can no. do that. Oh, no. if, if we get to a thousand dollars, please do when, not when tie the, your love life to donation. When, when is no, that sounds like a great what? idea. Is it happening? Turns on the lights and they're like, "Why is there a thousand dollar charge on my credit card?" So, this is yeah. <laughs> if we raise a thousand dollars this Saturday, I will propose on Saturday. And if we don't, there it is. You heard it here. Then we first. have two more first potential days. Like at the so prepare yourself, day, prepare yourself, Chris, because I am about there. to donate a thousand dollars. That's 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 an easy buy. <laughs> I've spent more money on dumber shit in my life. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're proposing. She would love you for that for sure. Yeah, and I'm making a friend. Deal yeah. sold. Done. <laughs> Sign me up. This has been torturous for her. I have been enjoying every moment of it. I'm sure she'll when pay you- me back eventually. When you bring your fiance to Jordan Con, you'll just have oh. people like walking up to her and be like, Hi, I made this happen. <laughs> <laughs> the people that make the biggest donation, if you if you make that thousand dollar donation, you will definitely get an invitation to the wedding. Oh, I would replace my mother. Like a, like a freaking. Oh, we're gonna have the five thousand dollar donation. I will. I will put a uh, the name on the back of my shirt. You guys are gonna have sponsor Ooh. patches on your tuxedo wedding dress, like NASCAR drivers. NASCAR driver, exactly. Alan, Alan, are you not gonna warn him about me going to his wedding, or are you just gonna let it happen and watch it unfold? Okay, all right, fair enough. It would be great if you just like literally just. Put I need a screenshot like, of that. The trim of her train. You just have like a whole list of names. Oh, I'm not even bothering. I'm not touching the whole her dress. time. I'm, not I'm, I'm, I'm releasing. I'm releasing a badger on the dance floor. Yes. <laughs> are you talking about yourself that's not a euphemism a i mean actual badger. yeah right a real life badger we had our first um our first fuck fake uh anniversary or not, engagement it was oh, i was wondering what you were telling us i was like wow y'all really y'all really waited a while to have your first yeah. fuck no, uh-uh. so I, we had the the the, the, the fake one. It, she got this really pretty box to put the ring in, and she got a time turner that was in the box that the engagement ring came in. So she at least knows that I'm not lying about having the ring. What's in the box? What's in the What's box? In the box? What's, yeah. What's in the box? Oh, God. What's in the box? Oh. She got that too. Hey, hey, oh God! Oh God! No! <laughs> Giggity, giggity. Uh, Ultra's head in a box. <laughs> exactly. Yep. It feels yeah. incorrect for your relationship. So, so Chris, we did miss you last week as well. We are glad that you are back in full yes. force. Yeah. Um, you, it, was, it was, it was, it was, it was a bittersweet episode without you. We tried to imitate you as much as possible. Um, <laughs> I didn't actually listen to an episode. <laughs> <laughs> we failed miserably. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, 
So also we have a guest tonight. We have the Black Tower Podcast. So as you guys probably already noticed by now, what? if you're listening to this, uh, yeah. So we got all three: Andrew, Josh, and Daniel. Um, oh, fucking with us. Those guys. Uh, so um, good guys, go ahead and introduce yourself. If you guys want to talk about your personal life, you can talk about your podcast. Plug yourselves away. Go for it. I you guys go first. Am <laughs> Josh. <laughs> I'm Josh with the Black Tower Podcast. We like to have fun. We like to talk about Wheel of Time stuff. Tangent, what? Yeah, it happens. Um, we have a podcast. We got a YouTube channel. Um, everything is at our website, blacktowerpod.com. Um, even the stuff that I haven't put on there yet that I'm supposed to put on there, it's there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, it's, it, it, is, it is a very spoiler-heavy podcast so unfortunately there's a lot of people who would like to listen and cannot because we spoil them but every once in a while like we like us. to do something that is spoiler yes. free like you have fun with it um, you're but just think phenomenal. Like to do you but hey like just it. think about it we're a spoiler podcast which means that once you're done with the the series then you'll just have Seven so years. much content you'll be so spoiled by our podcast, we will spoil you rotten. Oh, what you guys I'll see you, I'll see you in six years. All of our non-spoiler content to other platforms. <laughs> Perfect. We're like Will Smith in the '90s. We're writing rap for other people. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he made money off it. It's a good business hey, plan. Yeah. Fun Maybe side story: Will Smith too. actually wrote a couple songs for the Beastie Boys. So, okay. hey. Nice. And then he that's also me, Josh. wrote so. an entire album for himself, and one of the songs did well. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Daniel. <sighs> anyway, that's me. That's Josh. I'm Sora Von Mahale. You get to see me or hear me or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep. I am Daniel. I am also from the Black Tower, obviously. I know that that, was, I, that kind of went without saying, but you know. <laughs> but you still uh, said it. <clears throat> I did. Uh, what Josh said about where who we are and how to find all our stuff, we're three wild and crazy guys who just have a podcast about spoiler spoiling the entirety of the Wheel of Time series. So uh yeah, we're we're very enjoyable and very entertaining. Um We think we I, are anyway. I, sorry, I should say, yeah, that was an opinion. I don't know if that's <laughs> entertaining ourselves and that's all that matters. I'm going to check Yelp. I'm not taking your word for it. We'll see. Hey, you know what? I think we actually have uh, a no stars on Yelp, mostly because we have not put ourselves on Yelp yet. But you know what? I would prefer all one-star reviews, and they're just all like honest reviews that are like, they're actually really good, but they're too dirty for me to listen in church anymore. Right? Yeah, one star. <laughs> Well, we, yeah, did, we, we did get that one review that was like, these guys suck. Oh, yeah. Nice. That was it. 23 minutes of rap boys talking about beer. Oh, yeah. that's right. We got that other one, too. Yeah. But anyway, Sorry, yeah, man. that's us. Uh, I don't have anything going on in my personal life because I'm boring and stuck at home. But other than that, I'm glad that you guys actually have fun lives. You literally won the weakest link. Dude, that was yeah. so long ago. Milk that teeth. <laughs> My friend, milk it. You got to work with what you got. Like an encouraging farmer, milk that teat. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> All right, fine. I will I will tell that story. It's very short. Uh, so in August, uh, I actually got a chance to be on a game show, which was super fun. Uh, and I knew at that time that I had won it, but nobody else found out until right around my birthday uh, in November um, when it actually came out that I actually won the uh, the game show the weakest link so if you want to go and watch a fun episode of tv it's the first season that nbc has um they actually just bought it this year it's episode 10 called whose cereal is all luck and no charm it's hosted by jane lynch it's an awesome show and i think it's very entertaining so there you go question there you go. By winning, does that mean you are the weakest link? You or are you're the not no, the you weakest link. You are the strongest link. If yeah. He's the least not weak link. Because you actually get voted off if you are the weak. Well, sorry, that's not true. Statistically, you can be the weakest link and not get voted off. Because there are actually statistics that determine it. Uh, but if you get voted off, then Jane Lynch calls you the weakest link and kicks you off the show. You are the weakest Damn. link. Goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye. It used to be hosted by somebody else, and yeah. Jane Lynch is mildly better. <laughs> mildly. Even awesome. though the last, that last host was actually really good, but Jane I, Lynch is I will better. now be posting a screenshot from the episode oh, in the chat. God, please okay. don't. There you I go. Know actually, oh, that's what I was trying to do, but it wouldn't want to take my copy and paste. It won't do it! Thank you can God. sum up save Daniel's, save sum up Daniel's episode with a finger gun. Yeah. There it is. It's uploading. Oh, oh it's going. Go. It's going. Here it's going. Go. And Eden Chris cannot see it because he can't see chat. So sorry, guys. Um, we'll, we'll, send, we'll send it to you. But you can, you can save video. it and show it to him. Thank you. This makes me feel so like while I'm we're waiting, on it right now, which I might be. While we're waiting, <laughs> Andrew, how about you? Yeah, introduce yourself to the people. Stop this yeah. embarrassment. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're Andrew, and you like long walks on the beach. And... Oh God! Yeah. Uh, so I'm Andrew, Andrew. from uh, from Black Tower Podcast. Yeah, I quickly left and rejoined the voice chat because the green circles still aren't working. Screw you, Discord. Anyway, um, yeah, I'm from the Black Tower Podcast, and uh, yeah, uh, personal life. Uh, yesterday, which I guess is a week and a day after, uh, before this episode comes out for you guys. I went on my first bike ride of the season. Surprise, the old girl started off right away. She's dirty, though, so I got to clean the bike. It's a lot of fun. We also yeah. have to make sure that uh, nobody's using the microwave while Andrew's recording. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. Microwave. Okay. My arch nemesis. That doesn't – sorry. Everybody else – Everybody else on the podcast or on the, the episode can use the microwave. It's just nobody in Andrew's house is allowed. Because it disrupts the Wi-Fi. No, no it's, it's it so does. bad at this point that even if you use your microwave, it cuts out my internet. <laughs> oh, I remember those days. The microwave is that strong. Oh, uh, yeah. It is. We actually, was it, uh, we had a friend like that uh, their cell phone would go junky every time yeah it was was special that's a leaky microwave you're gonna want to get to be fair like (laughs) your microwave is leaving wi-fi yeah anyway so let's go actually into predictions 
let's go into predictions and then uh and we'll go right into the episode. Since Chris wasn't there last week, we didn't have really good predictions. Sorry, Ian. Your predictions were were yeah. I got I got <laughs> wasted really quick, yeah. so yeah. I, I don't know what I said. Yeah. So some of the things he said, uh Tom will save Moraine by the end of the book. That was a prediction. Um or not more gays, not Moraine, more gays. Yeah. Um and then uh, the girls were giving too much information to uh, Miss whatever her name was, the wise woman in, in Tear that has all the herbs. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thief catcher is Aiel because he didn't have a sword. And uh, the forsaken are in Tear, which uh, was predicted from a while ago. But Well, yeah. we knew that. That, that's yeah. 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 Like that was a pretty solid one. one. Yeah, Mother... Mother Guano is, is what I'm going to call her, Guano. Yes. Hey, we, we need to reach back. <laughs> we need to reach back to, uh, it's not so much a prediction, but I guess it kind of is, my original description of Matt. Mm-hmm. And what might that be, Alan? Do you remember? Yeah, so one of uh, so we all talked about the different powers a while back that everyone has. So Parent has his wolf power. Of course, Dragon, our, our, our ranking is the Dragon Reborn can channel and do that power. And we're like, what's Matt's power? And Ian was like, it's he's a wild card. Wild card. So, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I that was a prediction that. as well. Is that Matt's year the later. wild card? <laughs> yeah, a year, year later. Uh... <laughs> oh, so anyway, so let's get right into this chapter since we've been now recording for like ever and uh we've been starting this thing yet. So chapter 49, a storm in tears. I don't have an icon this time. is Oh no, I, I, I got this. Yeah, our icon is uh, dice, which uh, usually means a Matt chapter. But instead of Matt, we start with Egwene's point of view, and we're still with the girls. Um, so we start out um, with Egwene uh, a, a thinking that Elaine might be right. Um, maybe she did push Nynaeve too far, you know, because we're taking right after uh, the, the famous SmackDown that happened uh, last episode. Um, but Sunday, she can't make Sunday, it- Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, she can't make herself apologize for it. So, um, when Mother Gwena uh, or Guano uh, returns, he brings back the thief catcher, <laughs> Mister Julian Sandar. So we get to meet this new character. So let's talk about this whole opening scene and meeting meeting our new thief catcher. All right, I got to drop this real quick. Our th- thief taker. Yeah, yeah. When um, so right off the bat, when Egwene is like thinking about her actions, and oh, maybe, maybe I was a little bit of a hmm hmm hmm. Um. It, it it just it kind of clicked when she was raised to the accepted. I remember talking about how oh when this happens, you know she's not going to take much more shit from Nynaeve, and there's going to be a power struggle there, which kind of has been unfolding. But it might not just be because they're on a more level playing field now. Because what else happened? What else was introduced to the girls at the moment she was raised to the accepted, and it was this ring. Now, this might be a bit of a stretch, but we have seen, like, with Matt and the dagger, there's certain items that, you know, they can wear on you over time. Uh, and I'm not saying it's the exact same thing, but if I remember correctly, the girls have taken turns using this ring. They're all getting ornery and feisty. And, and e- even Elaine's reaction yeah. of slapping Egwene, you know, we talked about it, whether it was appropriate or not, but still, that, that seemed kind of like a, a big thing for Elaine, who normally keeps her stuff together, so... I don't know. I'm I'm curious if if that's if that's having an effect. I like the way you think. I'm not saying whether it's correct or not, but I do like the way you think. 
Yeah. I think I about a few chapters before that, though, when we when Egwene leaped into her other self, like she's been having this coming out ever since then. Oh, that's right. There's that too. So I, I think it's just like a compilation of her age just being flat out fed up because she is finally at the same level. And you got to remember, she also has greater control of her power. Mind you, her power is not as great. She still has greater control. You know, yeah. I think it's better to have control of your stream than to have a big one. That's true. You if it's just more with it. Yeah. You, you'll, you'll have a big mess to clean up if you can't control it. Exactly. Yeah. Going every yeah. which way. And yeah. So we meet the greatest thief taker in all of tier. What do you guys think about him? I think he's awesome. Like carrying a sword breaker is pretty cool. Um, beyond that, it's like he has an air about him that we kind of gain a sense of, of being just an outright, honest, hardworking individual, which is kind of hard to come across. So I do like that. Yeah, yeah, seems to be a, a principled man. Um, I I love I love that he's one of the main characters that rocks a Shriner hat. Yeah, I mean, it takes courage to like rock an outfit like he's rocking, and dude wears it well. Yeah, yeah, I like it. It yeah. makes me think of Will Ferrell from uh, Austin Powers International Man of Mystery. Oh, yeah. <laughs> huh. uh, not going to be able to get that message twins, out now. Twins! <laughs> <laughs> My arm um, is broken. I'm not dead. I'm just very badly burned. <laughs> <laughs> He's equally as indestructible, too, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. So they start negotiating price and those kind of things. And they start talking and he says, you know, you better, you know, better make it quick, whatever I have to help you with. Cause the high Lords are probably going to need me soon. And uh, mother Gwen is like, um, uh, you know, what are you talking about? Yeah. What are you talking about? Are you trying to raise up prices? And she, he's, he's like, no, I mean, I've been seeing things out of my corner eyes. There's definitely people on the rooftops here. Um, he's like, but I know when I've seen men on rooftops in the night, yeah. And there's out thieves out there, and the High Lords will be calling me soon. Yeah. So, do you, what do you guys think are on the rooftops? Like now, like or when I was reading this? When you're reading it. No clue. Bad people. <laughs> Bad people. Scary people. Scary. Shadow I mean, people. we're we're it, we're it already is interesting in that tier. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. No, I know it's it's okay. I, I'm sorry for barging in, but I do think no. I do think it's fun that they discuss the rooftops at at great length, and they're like, "Oh yeah, the rooftops are great." And Julian is like, "Dude, I'm always up here." And it's 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 like it's a it's an interesting. Uh, it I, I like that it's like almost a different setting. Um, Robert Jordan gives us two different levels of setting in this particular area by giving us the rooftops of tier and the streets of tier. Sometimes life can be as tricky as a thief catcher on the roof. <laughs> Listen here, you yeah. shit. <laughs> so I'm yeah, um, 
so they start negotiating price. He lays out how much he charges and he's like, you know, I, I'll take a 10th of whatever the item I need to retrieve back. If it's something that's stolen from you, or if you need me to locate someone or, or bring someone in, it's a uh, one silver mark per person. Um, but you know, it sounds like from what mother Gwyneth told me, the stuff they took from you doesn't cost that much. So I'd recommend just doing that probably a few coppers and my was like, Nope, I'll pay the silver marks. Um, and I don't want you to take them in. Just, just locate them for me. And, and he's like, are you sure? Like I offered you just to pay me a few coppers and why do you want to pay this much money? Yes. Special intensifies. <laughs> um, you don't yeah. say. And so she like, offers right. to pay that same amount when he comes back with the information, which right. he refuses at also. Um, but right. it, she's kind of showing her hand. I don't know. And maybe she's a little desperate. Yeah, desperation is definitely showing here. I don't know that she was smart in doing that, but it is what it is. And then to the the comment of men on the rooftop, I often wonder: Are these gray men on the rooftop? Are these dark friends on the rooftop? Yeah. Are they individuals waiting for certain people to come through? You know, we have people weaving their traps and all. So, yeah, yeah. The wheel. He said the weaving. Yeah. Um, and, you know, she tells me, you know, these women are extremely dangerous. So just be careful, you know. And, and he's like, oh, believe me, I know that women can be dangerous. I once got stabbed by one. So I, I 10 4. Somebody's been to another city <laughs> where certain daggers are worn. Like, I've known women preaching to the choir pastor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Like, I don't know what my confidence is, is in this guy right now, though, because he almost seems too good to be true. Like the way he's presenting himself, himself, and he seems to have a really good track record and all that jazz. It's. I don't know. I, I question when things line up so perfectly. You know, is it a setup? Does mm-hmm. he know more than he's letting on? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe he also drops the bomb like. Uh, well, I mean, it's not like it's eyes to die. There's no eyes to die here. And he mentions Black Aja. And like, as he mentions that, he's like looking around at the girls as if to see their reaction. So a little bit, I, a little I, bit sus here. I do love that moment where Julian's like, I, I mean, like, it's not like there are Black Aja here. Am I right? Sign them all, sign them all. <laughs> That's right. Not as good as a wink of a blind bat, eh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nudge the same as a wink to a blind man. <laughs> so yeah, so um, yeah, and um, you know, he she goes through and describes, starts describing all the women, all thirteen of them, and describes them in 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 very detailed, in a very detailed way. And uh, and Gwen gets the impression that that Julian definitely got all of the descriptions and knows exactly what he's looking for. Because he's wicked so smart. Because he's wicked smart. Wicked boy's wicked smart. smart. How do you like them apples? So then uh, Julian leaves after that. So before we get to this next part, uh, anything from that whole interaction that you guys want to talk about or anything that? Well, I'm trying to remember the exact quote that like gives me more confidence in the 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 woman that is taking care of them. And she alludes to knowing, in my opinion, you know, um, Moraine. Huh. Where was Pray it? tell. 
Oh, there's a danger. Deeper. Oh, we need man. sources. We need actual Deeper. MLA format citations. Here. Of the four most dangerous folk <laughs> I know, two are women who never ca- carry as much as a knife, and only one of men, and only one of the men is a swordsman. That hmm. was back from chapter forty-eight, and instantly all I could think is she must be in some way associated with our Amarillo seat and Moraine and land. Huh? Interesting. Huh. Interesting. That's just like right where my mind went to. And I oh, sure. she said of the four most dangerous folks. So I don't know who number four would be, but you know, hmm. three of the four of those three, that's, that's going to be a prediction. You can put that one in the books. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Sure. Very, very Got to make up for last week. Yeah. I put my life jacket on just in case. We didn't even bother with the floaties. I got the U.S. Coast Guard certified. So, I'm good. So to go. I know, Chris, you probably had to listen to the last episode that you weren't on, but uh, that last chapter was a Chris chapter, and Ian kind of just tapped out. So we didn't oh, really get much on no. that. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many good pieces in that chapter. I know. Like well, is. and I knew it. I, I, I said it right off the bat. I was like, and this is where I really wish Chris was here. Because it's one of those where I think I could kind of play off your thoughts some, but I, man, I needed you to jumpstart it. I still see Chris right. now like, in his best gospel voice, like, on this, the day of my direst need, you let me down, Ian, for the last <laughs> time. <laughs> I don't know why that went from like really bad godfather into like really bad other person, yeah. but. You, why did you do that? On the day, on the day of our recording. Because like I knew it would trigger Daniel to actually do a decent impression. <laughs> and, Andrew, you know what, what else? It, it just gets some cotton balls and uh, put them in your cheeks. Yeah, a couple, oh, like couple, just couple balls in your cheeks. Cheeks? Yeah. cheeks. Are you talking just, about? Just a couple balls Definitely in my cheeks and I can make any impression. Uh, just yeah. stuff the them off to the side and try and talk. Just imagine that you've had a double stroke, which is a stroke on both halves of your body. So you just. You're talking like you, you, your whole cheeks are just gone. Sir, my mm. nights are back to back double strokes. Andrew, don't do that to me while I've got a mouthful of taint, please. Oh, man. That's <laughs> the best time to do That's it. That's the best time to do that. Oh, there you go. So, so yeah, strokes, like, I'd be worried about calluses or chafing or something like that. This is why we only come on once a year because after this, people are like, should we really even listen to these guys anymore? <laughs> I really put a lot of faith in her, so I put a lot of faith in him to get the job done. That's now, right. I, I'm, I am mm-hmm. fearful for their lives, but seeing as quickly as the chapter develops and as the the two chapters we read develop and the fact that we're coming to the end of the book, like, I don't think anything's bad's going to happen. Thank I you. think, yeah. And and then we have the dream. So we're going to get there eventually. Yeah. So, so this, yeah. you're saying this is return Famous of the Jedi and not word. empire strikes back. Cause yeah. Yeah. it could, it could end poorly. <laughs> you yeah, never know. So yeah, so let's get to uh, closer to this dreams. So Julian leaves. Nadine is un- poorly. What are you talking about? In Empire Strikes Back, he finds his dad. Happiest moment of the entire oh. series. No <laughs> story of reunion. Thanks for bringing it up. That's not a happy yeah. story for everybody. Okay, that's something I just still not fair to talk about. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> take a break. So, so, uh, and Gwen goes to sleep. 
<laughs> so Julian departs. Julian leaves uh, the house, and Nadiv is uneasy because there's a storm coming, um, and it's time to go to sleep. So Egwene says, "I'm gonna try the ring again," um, and this time she wants to focus on like really picking a place and going there. So she really focuses on the stone and falls asleep, focusing on it. And pop, she's there, but she's not alone. She gets to Calendor, and there are 13 women sitting around Calendor, staring at it. And Leandrin's one of them, and turns and looks straight at her and just smiles. Um, and Egwene wakes right back up. So it's a really short dream sequence. So thoughts about that? I'm surprised he left the story. better when they're short. Can Remember really the story of the person they were talking about a nightmare where they were asleep? And then, like, they look over and they see a fish in a tank and it smiles with, like, human teeth. And it's like, you better wake up now before you forget how. That's what this makes me think of. Well, before we get that far. Oh, trippy. Trippy. We now have a title. The Unseen World. Hmm. Which, I don't know. This is the first first time I've seen the words, the Unseen World. And that it has rules, though, odd ones. She knows about it, sent to them. So it, it makes me feel like this world is going to be of utter importance throughout the book. And the fact that Leandrin has such awareness in this unseen world means she must have a lot of appreciation and maybe even use to this Tangreal. Maybe she's dipped into the Kool-Aid quite a bit herself with it. Yeah. Hey, well, Chris, check this out. So, all of these chicks that are trying to set a trap for Rand is what we're thinking, right? <clears throat> and let's go back to the whole prophecies about how you get your hands on this uh, fancy fire sword or whatever you want to call it. Uh, a colander? <clears throat> the thing you strain the sword that is not a sword. Colander is something you drain shit with. Right, you gotta <laughs> train, so, train your pasta so, with it, so, right? So you think about, think about it. So Calendor is a sword that's not a sword. A calendar is a bowl that's not a bowl. So it's you know same same, same same but different. Ooh, It'll be hilarious clever. if that was like the pure inspiration for the name. That's it. Oh. It's it's canon now. I would be actually now I would be to like carry around like to be seeking after like a strainer to put on top of his head. I could see. I could see yeah. Robert. It turns Jordan. out he's had it the whole time, and he's been wearing it as a hat, and just didn't know that's what would save the world. <laughs> like, you mean this I thing can, here? Oh boy! I, I, I'm pretty sure Robert Jordan, Robert Jordan was trying to come up with the name of the sword. He's sitting there writing. He's like, he's like, Harry, what's for dinner? He's like, pasta. That's it. Colander. <laughs> Got it. Where's to be the, fair, this was the south. The it was collard greens. That's right. Where's yeah. The, oh, yeah. okay. where's the thing? What thing? You know the 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 bowl. It's not a it's not a bowl. It's a bowl that's not a bowl. What is? It what doesn't is do that? the bowl things, but it's bowl like. Yeah, bowl like. Is, yeah. is that your your Gilbert Gottfried impersonation? Hey, Harriet. What? That's now. Banana? That's now canon. It's a that's bowl that's, how, that's not a bowl. That's how Calendor was invented. It was uh, Robert Jordan was eating pasta that night and. Right, bingo. <laughs> so, anyways, guys, origin stories. Before I was so unrudely interrupted, um, <laughs> what was I saying? Oh yeah. So, Chris, it, remember we were trying to theorize like how is Rand actually going to get to the sword, and then we started finding out about this dream world and blah 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 blah. So these chicks are sitting there waiting for him there because they know the only way he can actually get the sword is to go through this dream world world that's not a world so they're they're, they're waiting for him hmm. 
they're waiting from there. Yeah, because that was one of your predictions that is the way that they get the sword is through the dream world. Yeah. So that is a prediction that was made. Connecting the dots, bro. Okay. Interesting. Sure. So, yeah, Egwene wakes up Violence and turns acceptance. to them. Yeah, Egwene turns to the other girls and like, yeah, um, the Black Sisters were definitely there and I think they know we're here. So they're waiting for us in, in the stone. Dun, dun, dun. What was the big deal about yeah, her getting back but not knowing how she got back? Like, I... So beforehand, like she never woke or, up on their. They always had to wake her up every other time she's been dreaming because it's that time, like you know, like we'll let you sleep for like two hours and then we'll wake you up. And they've always had to wake her up. And this time she woke up on her own, so they were kind of freaked out about that whole thing. Sure. So, so I mean, is that her having more control, or did she like get pushed out by these ladies, or did she get scared out? scared out mm. well yeah see and that was my thought was that she got shook to the core and because the gasping Egwene sat up in the bed so fast she almost fell off the side like it was shock awe surprise it was that big push of emotions that essentially so propelled her out kind like of, a panic kind of response she doesn't know how to replicate yeah, yeah. reflexive yeah. I feel and, and if i'm not be if i you know i mean this is actually a thing that occurs throughout the series you've got people who panic do oh, things yeah. and then have no idea how they did them again yeah. right well the the first time she Big channeled room. to start a fire was kind of a act of desperation she was by herself wet cold mm-hmm. and she really needed it and she was able to do it but then later Lightning. wasn't able to replicate that so right well adrenaline it's a hell of a drug mm-hmm. cocaine's a hell of a drug mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Just stop I, I, on his couch because he can buy another one, rich motherfucker. <laughs> Y'all got any more of that adrenaline? <laughs> Peanut butter and adrenaline sandwich. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one of the things I find kind of interesting that they mention is uh, it's just like Elaine is just sitting there while uh, after dinner, Nynaeve, and um, oh, I cannot pronounce his name. Alhuin. We're going to go with that. A-I-L-H-U-I-N. There we go. Yeah. So they're, like, they're just chatting. And Elaine is just like just sitting there trying to read and distract herself. And she's like trying to read the essays of uh, Willem of uh, not even going to try it. Egwene <laughs> is like trying to read the travels of Jane Farstrider and the tales of Elera uh, Elfin. But she's just too nervous to concentrate. And it's like, these girls are shook. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, they they don't know what they're walking into. They just know it's really bad. And and they're yeah. still not, n- none of them is like fully confident in their powers. It, you know, Chris mentioned, you know, one, one has more control, but still hasn't tapped her potential. One has yeah. crazy potential, still no control. They need yeah, super comedy. Elaine, yeah, Elaine slaps it, the crap legit... out of people. Like that's her power. Yeah, it's, it's a legit oh shit moment because yeah. you've got mm-hmm. them kind of finally starting to understand just what it is they're up against and finally starting to understand how irresponsible it was to send them on this quest. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have, a, I have a question for Ian and Chris. Send it. 
did you notice the difference in how the 13 women are described versus how like Egwene is described and talk around or tell around Riyadh, sorry got podcast on the brain mm. all right one more time one more time i'm listening this time i promise <laughs> did you notice the difference it, in how the yeah. 13 women sitting around Kalendor are described versus how Egwene or any of her compatriots are described in Teleron Riyadh? They were almost as dim and insubstantial as shadows. So I swear she was more in the plane. They were not. Or they were actually physically there. Well, I was going to go next. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was gonna say they're they're physically there, and she's perceiving them. Yeah, she's seeing their their dark shadows that they cast into this world. So that was my my next question was uh, that I was going to ask you guys is that we we learned that only the nobles are the yeah, I guess what, the high lords of the nobles the nosy nobles are allowed, <laughs> um, you know, into the stone itself. So by them being there, because they're teamed up with the forsaken that is there or i mean this could be one of the powers from one of the what's the super angry angrials the tangrials the tank grills <laughs> one of the things they stole maybe its power allows them to cloak themselves like this and you know travel discreetly in this dream world or the real world or it may be, maybe maybe like that's maybe that's how they're Oh, so maybe they're actually no, but they could be there in the actual world, and this cloaking device that they're using it it has them kind of caught between phases. That's why even in the dream world, they're not fully there; they're kind of shadows, and that's how they're able to you know hide and sneak in 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 the actual chamber. It's kind of like Frodo putting the ring on. Yeah, I like that. It does have a Frodo esque feel. The list of star logs. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Cool, cool. So that's how we end this this particular point of view. Anything that you guys else want to talk about with uh, Egwene and the girls and this whole first interaction before we switch over, switch point of views? Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk mm-hmm. about Egwene just, and me. I just... Let's talk about all the bad things that Wait, what, what? Let's talk about sex. No, 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 well, we have one coming to talk about Ian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Apparently, I like all the ladies. Apparently, the bad ones. I thought, thought Lanfear was your boo. Well, she ain't here Lanfear's tonight. She ain't listening. So <laughs> we really talking to Gwen. That one off. So <laughs> you might want to take back mm. what you're saying. We've established safe words. I'm o- I'm okay. I'll survive. <laughs> what was Famous that last words. You're not saying right. it loud enough. Her first move is to like seal my mouth shut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so anything else all right let's move on to matt so yes. we switch over to matt and he's playing yes, stones and he's playing stones with tom on the swift uh and he, he's having trouble concentrating the game and on stones yeah on, he's playing stones and uh and he's thinking in his head he's like all right in five moves i'm gonna get him i'm finally gonna win a game and as he's looking at the board, he realizes, he's like, crap, in three moves, he's going to win. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tom, you wily old fox, you. Yeah. 
And Tommy makes a comment. He's like, you know, with some practice, she could be a pretty good Stones player. But uh, nope, you're not going to win this one. <laughs> and, I always and I like that as like, you know, you know, when you're a kid and you're like trying to beat your dad at checkers and your dad's like, yeah, kid, you're going to have to wake up pretty early in the morning to pull one over on your old man. I always like feel like Tom's Older doing that to Matt. He's like to play checkers. I mean, no. <laughs> I am making that assumption. Thanks for pointing that out, Andrew. To all you <laughs> father challenged individuals, I, I, yes. I do not mean to attack you. That's okay. I apologize. I, I feel attacked, but you know, whatever. It's okay. Yeah. I'm kidding. I just, I like <laughs> my dad's actually really cool, but I'm gonna keep messing with you. This is with one me. of the moments where uh, <laughs> where you can tell that even though the point of view is from Matt, Tom is the cooler guy. Because if this, I mean, like this is, if this is Sherlock Holmes, then Tom looks at Matt and he goes, huh, with a little practice, you could be good at this game. And then Matt looks at him and goes, oh yes. And with a little practice, you could be an excellent Gleeman. (laughs) But he doesn't (laughs) say that. Because clearly Tom is the cooler and more clever guy. And they're totally just like, letting you know that because they're like hey we're gonna let tom get the last word in even though it's matt's perspective i'm pretty like, sure oh, matt said that we matt would have never see him for the rest of the series those daggers would come out so quick <laughs> yeah a dagger would fly out from the mustaches and just sink <laughs> and we've lost matt matt has been sacked mustache dagger Shoo, shoo. I mustache you a quick. It's like Will of Time. The only one that beat Tom <laughs> Stones was Moraine. I mean, more gays. I'm writing down that prediction right now. Uh, Tom has mustache daggers. <laughs> if you know what, it's got to be the Chuck Norris of Will of Time instead of like a chin underneath Behind his mustache is another knife. Tom just he has no upper lip. It's just daggers. Yeah. In two books, he's going to walk into a really secure area, and they're like, all right, take out all your weapons. And he's the guy that, like, lays out a dagger, then a knife, then another dagger, then another knife. And they look at him and go, and he goes, okay, then another, another. And after 20 of them, they're like, and he reaches into the mustache. Damn it. Puts him on the table. How'd you know? He just pulls the mustache (laughs) off his face and puts it on the back. It's a quiver full of daggers. (laughs) It it was never a mustache. The mustache is a dagger. Well, you never see like a ninja star. You kill everybody in a square mile. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's how the series ends, folks. Pollen. Pollen that's, destroys that everything. Is, that's how Director the Dark One's Robert defeated. <laughs> Tom finally sneezes. <laughs> Armageddon. Uh, I can picture it perfectly. <sighs> yeah. So, so, yeah. Chris was about to get into what uh, I highlighted first in this section um, about, you know, Matt asked him, do you ever lose a game? Have you ever lost a game? And, you know, Tom, oh, not a long while. Morgay's used to beat me about half the time. So she's at least as good as him uh, and talks about great commanders and uh, strategists and how they're generally pretty good at it. But I go back Mm -hmm. to, it makes me go back to the uh, exchange between Matt and Morgay's and the you know, what I'm thinking is code talk to send back to Elaine and everything and how this woman's probably thinking 10 moves ahead of the person that has control over her right now. So I'm very hopeful that, I don't know, this plays out well and Tom gets to rescue his queen at some point. Okay. You know, funny enough, 
I can say this without spoiling anything. Tom does rescue his queen. I literally was about to say that. <laughs> I was a hundred percent about to say that. You don't even know. <laughs> Are we talking about the stones game now? I'm just, no, we're just no. <laughs> maybe I don't know. We can we're talking about my prediction where he rides in, in on a horse, in motion, on a unicorn, be and saves Moraine. He rides Rafa. in on the head of a unicorn. On, on a unicorn, okay. it, it went from a yeah, white one horse. One of Chris's he's, predictions. He's not in the navy. Come on, that's... yeah. One of Chris's predictions is that uh, Tom's going to ride in on a unicorn and save Moraine at one point. A unicorn that's... save. That's yeah, it's not a unicorn. It was yeah, just a white horse. Now it's a, a, a white ho- a white horse. Doves will fly everywhere, and there's going to be yeah. a romantic moment. And Tom and Moraine are that's going the to direct get quote. But I changed that's, uh, that's, that's, that's one of Chris's. That's one of Chris's. I like that prediction. Mostly because yeah. I want a unicorn now. Yeah. <laughs> yes. They're all in North Korea. Haven't you read the news? Uh, they, 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 they have a whole unicorn den there. Yeah. A oh, den. Right. They're being protected. Yeah, uh, Kim, Kim, Kim and whatever his name is, uh, North Korea has a whole entire... Oh, it's his weird flex. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, I, I, I see where you're going now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, Kim Jong Il has has unicorns. The world apparently. must take me seriously as a leader. Kim, I have a Kim den full of unicorns. unicorns. Kim Jong Il is When he was born, um, a a mountain was cloven, and a pond was formed, and there is an eternal rainbow over the pond, signifying mm-hmm. that he was a divine leader. Yep. Uh, he was born he about the same time as Alan himself. and I, so that could have been because of me and Alan being born in such close proximity. Yeah. Is uh, Alan and me? Yeah, Alan and this <laughs> and this bro right here for broskies. Yeah. Oh, Kimmy. So, so uh, the oh, captain finally okay. shows up. The captain finally shows up, and he's kind of upset about how much Matt's been pushing him to go faster and faster. Um, you know, and, and, and if you've ever been on a cell before, they only go, but so fast. And no matter how much you're going to yell at someone, you, they, they can't go any faster. <laughs> so Matt's response is just throw no, gold just at him and say, faster, 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 throws the coins, exactly. do it. Exactly. Work them um, sheets. And, and Matt comes back. It's like, well, I'm, I promised you gold. So yeah, you, you, Sorry, you it's fast. Andrew, it's actually it's 2021. You're not allowed to say Daddy Warbucks anymore. It's Papa Warbucks because Daddy <laughs> means something very different. And him adopting a young woman, not acceptable. It's like when the scientists were first naming spiders, and they say like, "Oh yeah, spiders really long names." No, it has to be kinkier. Daddy long names. <laughs> Creepy, Perfect. but make it sexy. <laughs> Anyway, Matt throws gold coins at the daddy so long that, legs. Fast that is from <laughs> the Rain does Stones. That. And they're like, Tom's like, uh-huh. at Taylor Swift's not today, manager. Yeah. Matt Stop gets irritated. He's like, here's another coin. Make this stupid thing go faster. Yeah. When are we going to get the tier? He's like, uh, we're here. By the way, get off my boat. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, by the way, give me the gold and then get off my boat. And then get off my boat. <laughs> um, and the weather is really bad. Um, you know, not even the- that's a matter oh, of perspective. That's a matter of perspective. And then get the fuck off my boat. Yeah. Um, not even <laughs> felt a storm coming. The storm, the storm is here now. Not can um, the storm be cover? 
it's cover mm-hmm. with uh, them sniffy dog doodles that does the chasing thing. Like, oh, could it be cover yeah. for sniffy Rand? Dog doodles. Like, could this be Rand's that doing? Do the... What? <laughs> could could the storm so be happy. Rand's? I'm here for this. Yeah. Could the could the could the could the storm be Rand's doing? Maybe. I mean, yeah, they are they are Tavirian and they need cover. They need some cover. I, I don't. I think it has nothing to do with matter parent. I really do think it has everything to do with Rand. Like almost right away, like the feeling and the looks in the city speak to the Forsaken being there. Speak to Rand being there with the dreams. Uh, I mean, the Forsaken are also causing dreams as well. So it's like, is this the effect? Is the weather itself well, even in effect? Yeah. I think. I think anyone can tell. Shit's about to go down, right? Spoiler, sweet. It's about to go down. It's about to go down. No, it's definitely not the end of the book. We're used to shit happening anyway. My mama (laughs) told me to tell you. Shut your damn (laughs) mouth. (laughs) My bad. Hey, just fix this in post. Yeah. Yeah. Pretend like like I didn't spoil you. Yeah, oh, no, you're good. Me off the yeah, it's going. Yeah, you can kick me no, off your show, but you can't unspoil your co-host. And kick. He didn't really. He didn't really, did you? So, so yeah. So they come out in the storm. They go down the gangplank. They take a, a room at the White Crescent. Is the and they take and Matt's like, "Yep, let's go out and find them." And Matt, and Tom's like, "Dude, have you seen what's going on outside? There's like a full blown storm outside." We're not going anywhere. And Matt's like, no, I'm going tonight. I don't care what the fuck you say. Like, we got to fight him now. Komar could have left like days before us. We got to get, we got to go look for him. Have you seen encyclopediawatt.org's description of the innkeeper of the White Crescent, Kevin Lopar? No. Mm -hmm. No. All they say is he is rotund. Funniest shit I've seen. Funniest shit I've seen, Morty. Multiple chins. Um, Yeah, that was, that was the. It's a trustworthy innkeeper. He is rotund. Rotund. So yeah, but so, he hasn't seen Comover either. Yeah, yeah, he hasn't seen even he hasn't seen Comar. So uh, Matt decides to go search end to end, and Tom's like, "There's literally hundreds of ends. Like we'll never be able to find it tonight. Let's stay here. Let's gather. You know, take some rest. Wait till the storm passes, and then we'll go look tomorrow." And Matt's like, "Nope, we're going." And surprisingly, Tom joins along. Um, and they start going from end- Well, because Tom's sick. Um, you know, he's coughing a lot. He's wheezing. He's doesn't feel well. Like, I think it's pretty surprising that Tom joins him. I think Matt's surprised. Tom is, Tom is incapable of sitting out of anything. So like, (laughs) well, I think, I think Matt's surprised that Tom came along. I agree with that statement. I, that one, that one I'm in. Yeah. Matt was probably more than prepared to go it alone at this point and take care of business. Yeah. Matt likes to do that. So we're not else surprised. <laughs> yeah. And they, they start going from end to end and, and realize that there's nothing there and just keeps on ducking the ends. Nothing there, nothing there. And at some point they're getting super tired. Tom's cough's getting worse and worse throughout the cold night and the rain and everything like that. And finally Tom's like, you realize you just walked past three ends. And that's like, really? Uh, <laughs> um, he's like, well, how about this one? Uh, Cause they're right next to an end right now. And they go in. So this one, they uh, go in. To the gold, to the golden in cup the together. End. In in oh, the okay. end, the golden cup. Ooh, ah, the good old the golden cup. Yeah. 
So before we get to the whole scene within the Golden Cup, anything from this whole opening scene of them wandering around the streets or anything you guys want to talk about? I highlighted. So I just, just want to get to this point. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I did highlight one line. It may not mean anything, but uh, Jordan writes, lightning streaked across the sky, three jagged bolts together, casting a stark light over narrow house that seemed to have bunches of herbs hanging in the windows, blah, 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 blah. Hey, but a bang. Nice yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> first, I was I excited. What heavy line. Yeah, I, I, I was first drawn to the three jagged bolts, and who you know does that represent? Our three boys coming together, our Taviran. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, you know, we also have our three ladies that are able to channel, and the channeling ladies have been known to drop lightning bolts, all that jazz, and it lights up the herbs. Which you know, Ooh, but Rose, Rose but Matt doesn't think anything of it and just keeps walking. Yeah, no biggie. Well, that's because joke. Matt doesn't have the information we do. <laughs> no, exactly. But I screamed really loud <laughs> at this point. I was like, "Matt, that one!" And he just that kept one, on go walking. there. <laughs> yep, didn't listen. It's to just so I'm sure that how they all in their tears at the same what time. You said. And was isn't like, it, "Nah, I'm still not going in there." Yeah, isn't it ironic? <laughs> do you think? Just so ironic. It's not. That all None of that here. song is ironic. Well, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Keep in mind too that we've got. It's like rain. <laughs> Matt has yet to fully realize the depth of his luck. Right. Yeah, he hasn't he had the wild go, card okay, moment. I'm lucky. I'm, yeah. I'm a wild card. I can do whatever the hell I want. Yeah. Yeah, we're not quite there yet. Yeah. So yeah, so he goes into the he goes into the golden shower. I mean, the golden cup. Since 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 uh since trip, trip, since uh Andrew brought up uh, the, the golden the, nice R. Kelly. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> poo butter. <laughs> what? <laughs> so um, they go in there and they talk to the, uh, immediately. He sees Komar. Um, he's there dicing, winning all the time. You know, uh, just just beat someone else as soon as they walk in. You know, is anybody else going to challenge me? Kind of thing. And um, they go talk to the innkeeper. You know, about Komar. Try to get some information first. So that's where we are right now. So who's that guy. Who's that guy over there? Who's that guy? It's him. Yeah, I just want to throw out there. Uh, if you are gambling and you're winning, never say the line anyone else want a piece because if the second that you do someone luckier than you will walk up to the table it happens in every story i've ever read so that's clearly canon also no matter what kind of boat you build don't don't publish that even god could not sink this boat because you know what god will do he will sink your fucking boat just bam. You know, yeah, no, I agree. It's, it's, it's like my good friend Kenny always says. And then we'll build a second know one. When to hold them. You gotta know, know when to fold them. When to fold them. Know when to walk away. away. And know when, know to, when run. to run. Komar. Yeah. We're definitely did talking not about laundry right now. Mm-hmm. Komar didn't know Komar, this. Komar had clearly never listened to our Lord and Savior, Kenny Rogers. <laughs> Nope. Also, canon. It's in there. <laughs> yeah, he was. Kenny Rogers was one of the Gleeman that uh, we saw. Oh, he was one of the great Gleeman. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's yes. actually very storied. 
long history of service to to many kings, queens, mm -hmm. and rulers of of Randland. Yeah, Tom was his One failed understudy. Is he watching the Charlie Daniels Gleeman? <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean we what ride around on horseback pretending to play a fiddle? Like, is yes. that is that how you join the Charlie Daniels Gleeman? Oh, mm -hmm. also canon. Shaitan yes. went down to Georgia. Also <laughs> he was looking for a dragon to steal and he lost to some fuck with a sitting on us he was way behind he was in a bind and landfear had made a deal oh yeah there it goes there it goes. writes like itself dude it's we need to, we'll we'll give you guys first stab at it uh because it's on your show but if you guys don't make this within a reasonable amount of time it uh, needs Black to be Tower developed. Is it's it's done. <laughs> just, just for Black Tower the podcast is like six months. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that out loud. <laughs> I know what I'm about. Yeah. <laughs> We're honest. We're honest. Yeah, anyway, so we're so I, I will, I will, I will bring this up right now, uh, just because Chat wants to ask this question. Um, as far as Komar being a dark friend, like how does he compare to Pater? Um, you know, better, worse. Is Pater he, is, is still worse the worst dark friend ever. <laughs> Pater, Pater would pick up the dice cups and like just dump <laughs> them on the floor, <laughs> and when he was picking them up, he would spill his extra dice, and then everybody would see it, and then get all embarrassed. He'd, <laughs> he'd go to run, and then slip on the, the dice. Pater of Little Feet. They don't talk about the comb over of little feet. Yeah, but Peter uh, didn't yeah. get killed. Yeah. The real question punched. is is Yet. Peter the worst or is he the, the worst? <laughs> Option B. Option B. Daniel, I'm going to say I B. I hate you so much right now. <laughs> so, it's okay. I hate me just as much. So, yes. 2020 so did that to a lot of us. Yeah. So they start talking to the innkeeper. They start talking to the innkeeper. Uh, they're talking to the innkeeper, and they're saying like, obviously he's he's using weighted dice. Jacob. And the innkeeper's like, but what? Like, like he's never heard of this. And like Tom and Tom's like, no. Hey, let me show you. Let me show you a thing or two about this. He's like, but they're using the same dice. He's like, no. Look, let me we show can you. See uh, it. Yeah. Let me show you. And they do the whole marking the dice thing, and Tom does his little trick, and um, and and yeah, does his little sleight of hand, and shows him that yeah, it's a child's trick. But um, yeah, um, we, yeah. We I love how Tom one. just is like, it's a child's trick, but he could easily fool Penn and Teller with that quote, child's trick. Like, come <laughs> oh, yeah. on, Tom. Like, I mean, understand your skill level here, buddy. Yeah, you can win. Well, right. no, I also, I also love the idea that two things are true. Number one, Tom could have gotten away with doing that without letting anyone know the trick. Like, even with yeah. marked dice. Yes. Tom could yeah. still figure out a way to go ahead and make it so that he could fool the innkeeper if he wanted to, but he was exposing someone else, which meant that he was like, alright, I'm gonna do this just well enough to show you how it's done, but just badly enough so that you still see how it's done. And yeah. it's like, dude, you can't repeat Tom, it. Yeah. What the fuck? Well, uh, I, I was entertained. And it's it's about me. Are you not entertained? And that's it. Yeah, nothing nothing deeper here. I was just I was giddy at this point. Yeah. <laughs> so um, 
so before all this, uh, Matt, before Matt sits down with Komar, he does actually offer the innkeeper. He says, well, you know, how would you just call the police? I guess they're called the defenders here, you know, Get to the arrest them. in here. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, the, and the innkeeper's like, yeah, we can't do that. Um, cause, uh, they'll oh, just yeah, arrest the way, me. He's a, he's a <laughs> You're like a commoner and he's a noble. So fuck off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But even so, in the description, uh, he doesn't really seem like one. And especially with the place he's staying in, I, part of me wishes like if if Rand walked in with a you know sweet set of clothes, like what Rand was marching around when he first left. Round thing in your face. Yeah, he got it. He got everybody sprung. Yeah, but I mean, with, yeah. the, with the right outfit, I mean, it would have made I'm a world of difference because he ha- he it. had the gold. He just he just wasn't looking the part at the time. The clothes yeah. maketh the man. This is yeah. true. Just a little bit of lace. But he did have a quarter staff. Spandex. All spandex. But he did have a quarter staff. George looks at me because I'm too beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I think think what I love about this interaction is, you're right, Matt and Tom, they walk in, they see this guy doing this. They're like, wow, he's a dick. Hey, innkeeper, you know that guy's cheating. And the innkeeper's like, no, 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 he's not, he's not cheating. No, yeah, he is. Here's how he's doing it. And then they're like, so you want to call him now? Because he's a dick and he's cheating. And the innkeeper's like, uh, he's nobility. We can't do anything about it. And, yeah. well, and I just love medieval Britain. I'm glad yeah, nothing that like that happens Tom? in real life. Like, because right. if that happened to us <laughs> now with our politicians, yeah, right? how yeah, frustrating. Totally. <laughs> no, it's not <laughs> Because it's a question of whether the innkeeper's actually telling them that he's not cheating because he knows that he's cheating. And exactly. He's just like, no, that guy's not cheating. Or because he actually Wink. doesn't know. He might be getting a percentage. Yes. I, Why not? I mean, yeah, you're not cheating. Cut. I have the pictures. Those are photoshopped. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> no, it, I, it's, it's definitely one of those moments where, like, Tom goes up, or to, you know, Matt goes up to the innkeeper and he's like, You know, that guy's cheating, right? And he's like, That guy? No, that guy is not no, he's cheating. Not him. Not. You your no. you foreigner. He's <laughs> yeah. not cheating. And then Matt's like, No, he's definitely cheating. Let me show you. And the innkeeper's like, No. <laughs> I definitely don't want to know how he's doing it. He's not cheating. You're, you're screwing up my plausible deniability, bro. Right? <laughs> Stop what you're showing well, me. And I love how Matt and Tom could totally put their hoods up and just fuck off up to their rooms. But they don't. Well, to, yeah. Tom might have preferred that. Tom, <laughs> Tom definitely Tom, preferred that. Tom was no. a little sweepy sweepy along this uh ride here he was ready to just pass out along the way he's ready and for just bed. for clarification tom was the only one that was claiming the man's cheating yes i mean yeah you know what i don't need you to be right I'm sending <laughs> hey uh, daniel i sent over some wine buddy why tom is like walking around being like even with covid i can taste or something fishy with this shit yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tom had COVID. Oh man, that's why he's coughing. He I mean, coughing. yeah, he is. Yeah, he's coughing. This still makes Did me wonder. Check exactly this disease that has long passed. Is he wearing a mask? Oh God! <laughs> what is Tom? 
Not so again. This, this, this is what rule of time teaches us. If this is the first age, that means COVID still exists thousands of years in the future because Tom has it. Real right weaves, uh, <laughs> or thousands of years. It never, it never ends. It's like a circle. <laughs> there are no inch. It's a circle. Yeah, it's a circle. Or a wheel. But anyway, Alan, you were saying. I was Tom, saying, yeah. They show everything. They show everything, and Matt's like, well, if I can go expose them, will you call the defenders then? And he's like, well, I'm going to go do it. So Matt yeah, doesn't even table. wait for an answer. Just goes for it. Yeah, it doesn't even wait for an answer. <laughs> Matt's just like, I'm, I'm going to sit do down the thing. I'm going to dice with them. And, um, you know, starts dicing with Komar, and Matt f- feels dice, d- uh, you know, tumbling in his head, rolls the dice, and even with loaded dice, Matt still beats him. Um, <laughs> yeah. Takes I all love angle. it. Yeah, gotta love it. Matt just flops oh. his balls on the table. I know. Oh, I was yeah. say, that's what I love the most is like the rea- or the, the statements that he makes. He's just oh, like yeah. just the big dragon energy in in that particular <laughs> end at that time. It's like well, he, he throws his coin on he sets his coin on the table, just kind of yawns at him. He looks at him. And he's like, You lose. <laughs> I think your luck is about used up, Komar. And if you harm those girls, it's all done. You it's lose done. again? Komar's like, I haven't even found... Wait. He's like, leave Tyr now and tell Gabriel if he wants to if he wants to live, you know, leave the, leave the girls alone. And Komar's just like, took him back. Like, wait, how do you know? Because he even says his name too. It's like Komar. And he's like, wait, tell you know my name? name? Tell him anything. He's just like, you can tonight. tell Lord... Lord Gerbil, whatever you want to tell him. It's like a Batman feel, y'all. Like, uh, like I just, Matt's like the Dark Knight. Yeah. It, it does. Like, it's so good. And then I love how Komar just does not get the hint. He's like, no, fuck you, dude. No, no. You don't What's walk the... in and tell me. All right. So, like, the last couple of chapters that I wasn't here for. We have this mysterious figure that Komar's boss of a man is afraid of in Tyr. And Komar doesn't quite know who this individual really is, I don't think. He, he's never met him in person. So it's like, is this, are you him? Or are you a servant of him? Like, have I been found mm. out already? Like, he's got deeper fears here. That's a hot take. So it's like is Sword is thing. out on the table. He is ready to go because he is fearing for his life, fearing that he's failed his master. Because that's the other side of it. He can't go back home. Like if he goes back home without the head of uh, Elaine, then yeah. he's kind of doubly fucked here. He's like in between mm-hmm. a rock and a hard place. I mean, again, it's mm-hmm. like trying Which to in get certain a categories on the internet is a good thing. Right? Wow. Again, it's it's like trying to get a Trolloc to go into Shadar Lagoth. It's it's like, okay, well, I really don't want to do that thing, but how scary is the threat trying to get me to go into Shadar Lagoth? Because I'll do it. I'm I'm less scared of that city than I am of certain things that could force me in there. He's like, I'm scared of you, Matt. I'm I'm definitely afraid of of what you just said to me and the fact that you beat me with my loaded dice and the fact that you look scary as shit. But also, I am way more scared of what brought me to where I am. Like, if somebody just beats you with dice, how scared of them are you really? Like, well, I mean, think like, about oh, the, like, the, because the, of the what Lord you've been Matt, doing, you're like, they must have done it with some sleight of hand, right? That's what you've got to be thinking. Yeah. Like, I don't, 
or some know. magic. Again, oh, I, I think Beyonce. When a man with his balls and his dick just I on think the Beyonce. table starts saying uh-huh. like your name and knows things about you, I think and Beyonce is like Mon. get the hell out. I I probably listen to the guy with the balls on it on the yeah, table. Balls, here. I mean, Kumar probably tried to call a bluff, and the bluff answered in the negative. Basically. So speaking of balls on the table, I think we we rushed <laughs> over a very important piece here, and we're discovering a little bit more about Matt's power, but I think there's hints into what it is about him or, or what part of him controls this power. So let's, let's listen Ooh. as I read this, because this is important. Oh. So you, you talk about listening. just... You talk about just flopping it out on the table. He spilled the dice onto the tabletop. Bam. They bounced. Oddly. He felt something. Something shifting. It was as if his luck had gone wild. The room, air quotes, room, think about it, seemed to be writhing around him, tugging at the dice, the threads. For some reason, he wanted to look at the door, but he kept his eyes on the dice. They came to rest. Five crowns. Komar's oh, eyes yeah. look ready to pop out of his head. Oh, Think yeah. about it. There's some endowendo in there. There's some. There's some nudge and a wink. There's. Uh, he's got a magic wand casting spells on these dice. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't hear that, but I will take your word for it. <laughs> something shifting. He felt something shifting. Something wink, nudge. No. Yeah, we, I, got, we got to bring in the Will Reed's love line at some point during this podcast. Right. Yeah, so. <laughs> You've been listening to the ladies, man. Thank you for oh, coming out right. tonight. So no, but I agree with you. We, we actually learned about two people using, like, playing with their dice. <laughs> like, we get Shifty Tom. Who like he's a natural. Can, yeah, he's just a natural. Like I mean, he's, he's got years of experience playing with his dice. Yeah. I mean, some are showers, some yeah, are growers. Nice. I mean, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, Tom's a shower. You know, he's has you know, he's been there real. for a while, whereas whereas Matt's growing into his role. You know, I'm you know, I'm talking about you know, their their development he's, as characters. He's growing into his role. Uh mm-hmm. Uh, 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 Matt Matt leaned his quarterstaff against the table and sat down on his left Hello, side. Hello, Kumar. Yeah, you, you do know how many things in life are phallic shaped, right? It's like it's like fifty percent of all objects are phallic shaped. Yeah, him just having yeah. a quarterstaff means phallic shaped. Oh, you're I trying know? to tell me it's all coincidence, and I shouldn't read into this. Sure, sure. Uh, y- yes, that's exactly what I'm telling. You. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like my version. Fair enough. All right, and, yeah. and I'm not telling you to not like your version. I'm it, just no. telling you that it's your version. <laughs> All I, I by myself. Like, <laughs> I, I definitely like the observation that Komar is torn between. He's he's kind of stuck in the middle of this situation. Like, okay, first off. Do you work for my boss's boss? And if so, mm-hmm. how screwed am I? Hey, boss's boss. Who is this boss's boss? Hello. Well, his, board, boss. his boss is, is Lord Gabriel. Um, yeah, 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 a gerbil. Matt, but, who is your daddy and what does he do? Who but Kilmore's boss's um, boss. Gabriel's boss. But see, is Gabriel forsaken? We know Gabriel's a forsaken. So, like. Right. 
the dark one himself. But he's not like fully aware of who he's working for at this point in time. At least I think so. I so, mean, we but, know he's working for Forsaken, so I'll, right. I'll leave that one alone. But we know, we know he's he. We he's know working for a bad guy. But who does number two work for? He, he knows he's, he's a dark friend. We know he's a. That's dark right, buddy. Friend. You show that turd who's boss. And right. he is now a dark friend. Uh, Adam would like an order of confronted two. by someone who is saying, uh, uh, "GTFO, buddy," and he's Indeed. now scared because. Nobody Bye. who doesn't also work for the same guy would speak to him like this because of how high up on the food chain he is. So he's like, either you're someone who's telling me that I failed and I'm going to die, or you're somebody who's not scared of my boss, and I am now really not comfortable with the situation. <laughs> and I think I, I like that observation. I really like that observation. And then Matt shoves the table at him. He's just like, ha. Got you. Grabs Bam. his quarter staff and realized Komar's staff was bigger. Oof. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Misjudged that one a little bit. Yeah. Oop. I love the conclusion of this, like just kind of how the scene ends. Because Matt definitely pulls his best Austin Powers and is just like judo spin flip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he like turns around ready to fight and he's like, Oh, we're done. Okay. <laughs> I'm I going to do him left-handed. I it's thought, the only way I can be satisfied. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the ending where it says, the big man lay with his hips and legs sprawled across the top of the table. Oh, oh right. That's, yeah. I mean, that's the uh, most posh way of putting it. Right. Well, yeah. at, like, I didn't that, write that. These aren't my words. That's a fight scene, by the up. way. It's like Matt fell yeah. over. Mind you, Matt fell over his chair. It wasn't oh, like yeah. he purposely did this. He fell over his chair holding bare grasp of his staff as Komar heaved the table out of the way and stabbed at him. Matt threw his feet against the man's middle to stop his rush, swung the staff awkwardly, just enough to deflect the sword, but the blow knocked the staff from his fingers. And he found himself gripping Komar's wrist instead with the man's blade at hand from his face. With a grunt, he rolled backwards, heaving as hard as he could with his legs. Komar's eyes widened as he sailed over Matt to crash onto the table face up. Matt scrambled for a staff, but when he had, Komar had not moved. So that goes to your point of Matt being the wild card and everything really being luck. Yeah, and the because... chaos is where he had his kill blow. like his Exactly, and all these you things had that man. I didn't mean to. It was an accident, <laughs> officer. Yeah. Although for a brief moment, I thought that maybe Tom slung a dagger, and if that were true, like the the as I'm reading this, I almost got mad. I was like, (laughs) "Yeah, if Tom if Tom sneezed or like intentionally stepped in here, I've talked about this before in another episode. I won't go too far into it, but you know, when it's a one on one fight, you you kind of let it play out, you know." You, you don't team you up with folks. Never go that far into it There's... on a one-on-one fight. Are you sure you're yeah. from Newport News? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, this, it would have been messed up had Tom stepped in. So, you know, as I read just I, a little bit I further, I was like, that. oh, this is better. You know, letting Matt yeah. handle it. Yeah. You can't, but, you I know, so really can't keep saving I that's him. a good moment for Tom to step in. Because one of the things that, that you guys have, have seen a number of times is that, you know, Robert Jordan wrote into his story to Viren. 
And part of being a Tavirin is plot armor. But it is a slightly better plot armor because there's a reason for it. But Tom stepping in is a good way to show that, like, yeah, he's a Tavirin, and he's a Tavirin because he brought Tom with him. But he's not so Tavirin that he just accidentally shoves a dagger into this guy. Like, because that that is less... Wait. I mean, obviously, again, given how oh, wild card Matt is, I appreciate the, oh, I accidentally, you know, stabbed him with his own knife. But, like, at the same didn't time... Happen, though. Or, he broke right, his sorry. back on the table by he, accident. Yes. He, right. he knocks him into the table. You're right. Sorry. Which is still a little Tavirin-ish, like, but maybe, like you said, not the version. Like, I before. like the idea that it was Tom coming from the beginning that saves his life later, rather than him just getting lucky as his spine breaking on the table, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I would have liked that more if Tom had actually stepped in and he had a you know dagger sticking out of his face hole. Or something. <laughs> yeah, right. I, hey, Rafe. I we know you're listening right Matt, now. There's an idea for the show. Matt, Matt would <laughs> have uh, flicked Tom's mustache. That's that's what would have happened. Right. Just a flick. Just for just a little a bit. Flick. Just to see. Get how a it small goes. dagger out. <laughs> just, <Flick>. Yeah. But, <laughs> so also, so as Comor's line broken on the table, he does he does reveal a last final words where right before he dies, he Do tells you. Matt. Think I he said, was the only one hunting them. There is another one. <laughs> there is another one. Gotcha, bitch. Was, was I a good dark friend? <laughs> no. But you weren't the worst. Peter returns. Peter was the worst. <laughs> you weren't worse than Peter. Peter returned. You're number two. <laughs> two. And now we've Number gone full circle. Circle, yes. <laughs> now the circle is complete. So he works yeah. for Pater. There it is. That's who number two works Possibly for. Possibly the wheel. Yeah. <laughs> so the you know, at least they, you know, Matt thinks at least they, he hadn't found him yet, and they get shoved out of the end by the innkeeper because he just killed a guy. And they're on the street. <laughs> Mama, and he tried to kill the man. Killed a noble. This innkeeper is so screwed. <laughs> Push my feet up like, now, he's dead. Publicly I'm never going to financially recover from Mama, this. Mama. <laughs> Dice had just, just begun. begun. Now, now I'm gone and rolled it all down the field. I'm a I'm a man. I'm a man. I'm so yeah, so they're outside. Carry on. Yeah. Carry on. Guys, none of this really matters. None of this really matters to me. Nothing really matters. Nothing really matters. And that's what Matt thinks. Matt doesn't even think this whole entire thing matters at all. He's like, there's another one. We got to go hunt them right now. And Tom's like, no, we're going to bed. He does actually. Well, get no, that's not that's not entirely though. accurate. Tom was more like, no, <laughs> we we, <laughs> we got to go. No, I I will say though that Matt does actually feel some level of comfort here because he says, you know, when he's like, uh, you think I was the only one searching for them? <laughs> we are going to find them and we're going to kill them. <laughs> 
And Matt's like, typical stupid idiot bad guy. Thanks for telling me that you have not found them yet, which means I have time. Right. No, he's panicked. He wants to get it. But I think he gets Well, I also I also love how it's like classic bad guy stuff. And and as you just said, Matt knows two things now. He's like, first, thanks for telling me that you haven't found them. And second, thank you for telling me I haven't found all of you yet. Let me go look. You got me monologuing. (laughs) Yeah, he still got some good intel out of it. He did. It's again, and that's his luck coming through. Yeah. And with the realization that's coming up, you know, he, he's got a good shot at finding the rest. Yep. Yeah. Well, Matt also has bad yeah. dreams. He has the nightmares yeah. after this. And that's true. That's what, that's yeah. what Alex calls for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he keeps yeah, dragging so... an old man that is sick through the streets to look for people. What a heartless bastard. Yeah. Such a jerk. He'd be the yeah. worst like nursing home orderly ever. I, I do also love that Tom, as as they progress in their search, because they go from this and Matt's like, okay, we got to search for the girls. As they progress, like like Tom's cold, like steadily gets worse, but he's such a trooper about it. He's still like, all right, I got to do this. <laughs> and uh, yeah. It's good. I like Tom. Tom Tom proves he's a real bamf in these yeah. few chapters. Yeah. As he's, if that wasn't already like established thoroughly. He's a gilf. <laughs> a gleam in you'd like to have then he dies of old age. I don't know. Fond Fond old. was definitely what he was going for. Okay, I didn't I didn't <laughs> say frolic with, but okay. Right. Frolicking. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Maybe they a, do go to they do go to sleep. Matt has bad dreams, and the next day there's lots of rumors, and they're just looking again, and there's no trace of them at all. But Matt won't give up, so that's how we end this chapter. Yep, that's because that's not. Matt's so there's the important part of Matt realizing that his luck was random, and yes, that he point. has to stop searching for them in order to find them. So the fact that he goes out and actively searches means he's not going to discover them. It's going to be right. the moment where he gives up and decides yes. to do something else where he comes across them. <laughs> yes. It's always the last it's place the, you look. I think he realized like, if he tries to weaponize his luck, it won't work. Yeah. But if he just goes about himself... And lets his right. luck be his luck as luck is, you know, then right. he can do his best domino cosplay in the Wheel of Time. <laughs> I think like, the chaos. he's going to find yeah. Karen. Mm. And then the girls are going to Karen find well. them <laughs> through Moraine. Because Moraine's going to go hang out with the, 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 the wisdom of the town. You're like, oh shit, y'all are here. And the whole yeah. crew is going to be back together in two chapters, and then yeah. they're going to head towards where they know Rand is heading, because okay. they're going to have a crazy dream. Okay, it's about to go down. Oh, we still have one more chapter about to go, guys. To go down. It's about to go down. I mean, luckily, it's not a very long chapter. No. Correct. Yeah, the next one's not too long. So, um. Anything else we missed from this chapter or anything else we want to talk about? I mean, I, I don't think we covered it all. 
chapter. <laughs> can, can we can cover we more of that chapter? Like, is that possible? <laughs> I think we added stuff to the chapter, so I think yeah. we. Uh... Well, Alan, did you, Alan, well, did you like, actually record this? Man, I'm so glad I'm not editing. All right, moving on to chapter fifty, the hammer. And the symbol dun, dun, dun. is the wheel of time. The hammer. And the wheel of time symbol <laughs> is, uh, or the symbol is the wheel of time symbol. So just the, the snake and the wheel, this fun thing. So, yeah. Um, so we're back in Perrin. Um, so we'll get straight into it. Um, <laughs> <Edgelord>. <laughs> back with Perrin. Um, yeah, Perrin and party uh, arrive in Tyr uh, from a ship from Ilion. Um, and... Uh, to Perrin, the city is almost as hot as Ilion. It's very humid. It's very hot. Um, um, it's after this rainstorm, so everything's just... If you've ever been... I mean, obviously, most of you guys have lived in the south. At least I know uh, Andrew has and, and Chris and mm-hmm. Ian have. After a rainstorm, it's... it's Especially in the summertime, it sucks. Um, oh, just very, very, oh. Imagine 100% humidity for weeks on end. It's thick. You're swimming in the outdoor air. You're not walking. It sucks. So they're yeah, in Houston. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. I so think like, even the Texas heat is still a drier heat than you get in like the southeast. Yeah. So I went to college here in um in Virginia. In Virginia, near the coastline, we get we get like 100 percent humidity during the summer. It's very very thick thick with the human humid. You gonna sweat? <laughs> it's thick with the human. <laughs> It's thick. It's thick. With uh, th. Walk outside with 100 percent humidity. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you humidity. cut it with a knife. Humidity. Um. Yeah. So we, actually, there's a there's <laughs> a girl don't that cut it lived. With a knife. That's illegal. Yeah. There was a girl that lived in like the dorm next to ours. That was um. She was from Reno, Nevada, and had lived their entire life and never had left the desert. And she didn't even come to tour the school. She just applied and got in. And her first experience was the first day. In um, August, stepping, stepping off, yeah, in August, stepping off the plane into Virginia humidity, and uh, oh, you sweet summer child. Yeah, she was like, "How do people live like this? What is this wet stuff <laughs> so on I my skin? Why does it keep pouring out? <laughs> <laughs> Why am breathe. I glistening?" <laughs> yeah, so that's how it is in tear um, all the time, um, and uh, and yeah, so we start we start the chapter there, and Fayil is trying to. I think yes. I have body oil coming out of my skin, and it's really <laughs> making me uncomfortable. My, my skin's leaking. Yeah, I'm broken. Skin's leaking. <laughs> yeah, um, and Fayil's trying to get answers from Perrin. Um, most of them, he's just refusing What's to answer. New? Answer. Yeah, um, <laughs> good stuff. So, <laughs> talk to me. Talk to me. Talk to me. Talk to me. Why don't you hey, talk hey, to hey, me? Hey, Why don't you hey, talk hey, to hey, me? Hey, 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 shut up. Aaron, so, listen. It's hey, perfect. listen. It, it's perfect that we started with this because she's starting to remind me of the JRCC little kid dive. And th- this is. Um, this is Alan will get this, but in our life for people that don't years, know acronyms, James River Country Club is where we lifeguarded. So JRCC is James River Country Club is where yeah. we lifeguarded the summertime, and we'd be on yeah we'd be on lifeguard stand, and little kids would be like, hey hey lifeguard hey lifeguard hey 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 watch this, and they just jump in the pool, like and that was it, <laughs> like nothing fancy, not a dive, not, not a dive, flip, nothing fancy, nothing. just just jump right and, in. And like, Alan Alan took control of that story because he shortened it. They do the hey hey lifeguard hey lifeguard. 
for about 30 minutes with a line of people mm-hmm. behind them waiting to go off until you look and go, mm-hmm. okay, I'm watching. And then they do their pathetic dive and you're supposed to cheer or something. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're supposed to cheer or something, whatever. You take out one of those little, people, little, those, people those little frown cause... when you boo them. <laughs> I know. I, take out, I did that one. You just take out one of those little, little uh, roll up kazoos and just go, bird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or the sad trombone. <laughs> and there was much rejoicing. Yay. <laughs> Yay. When they yeah. the Robin's minstrel. Oh, so yeah, Fail. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. So. She's, oh, I love and I hate her. Can yeah. I just say that? Yeah. What's your guys' opinion of Fail so far, <laughs> Kuma or, or Chris and Ian? You know, I I read context clues when I make accusations, and we've had other hosts before, and Alan, you've tipped your hat a little bit. And I've I've done the whole maybe it's Landfear thing, and there's been scoffs in the background, so maybe I'm not right on that. But Maybe she's born with it. You should own it, though. Don't give up. Don't give up. I'm still going to own it, because here's the thing. Like, all of these... All right. Look at what the Forsaken are doing as they come out right now. They're trying to put themselves in position where they can influence power, uh, where they can try and shape things. God. And if and if you're one of the more badass uh, Forsaken, which we know that Lanfear is, okay. like she's one of the most powerful, what would you do? You would get right in with the party that's really trying to take control, shift power, do some shit. So I, I still own it. I, I still think... If it's not Lanfear, it's I still think possible Forsaken of sorts. She's a princess oh. from a father. She's a princess. Man. Look at Phelan. All I can think is save a horse, ride a cowboy. <laughs> save a horse, ride a cowboy. Ride a cow. What? What? <laughs> yeah. In the butt. Yeah, oh, what? What? Boy. Oh, oh that's <laughs> a good crossover. Yeah, I'd add that go. to my DJ mix-up. Yeah. So. <laughs> Moraine and Lan are back in incognito. Uh, they are disguising themselves because apparently channeling is outlawed in tier. And I said I are allowed to enter, but it's very they're they're they're, they're kind of pariahs um, in well, tier. So and the very simple fact that since there's a forsaken there, the minute she channels, she will be known. Yeah, like in the biblical exactly. sense. No, that's fucked up. She channels and <laughs> lands like. Yes. <laughs> That's I don't have key. a filter at this point in the night, so. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, and they noticed the people of Tear as well, like, look defeated. Um, you know, parent comments, or at least thinks about, like, you know, they're, they're wearing these breeches or breeches. Um, and, uh, you know, he smiles at that, you know, the kind of clothing they're wearing. Obviously, it's a really hot climate, so they... They're, they're from more up north, so they wear more jewels and, and things. So it looks a little odd to Perrin. But, um, um, and, and, and Loyal's also commenting on everything as well. Um, yeah, I'm glad you brought him up. We, we have to, I was about to bring us back because we skipped over. He's trying to be helpful, but like the, just the way things have been moving, um, obviously, Moraine and Lan at this point don't don't care too much for his input. Nobody listens when he tries to tell the boys, don't argue with Aes Sedai, so parents tuning him out. And he, so now he's resorted to this new member, and she's like, 
Elian showed us gray men in the wild hunt. What does Tyr hold that, that someone wants to keep you from so badly? And <coughs> Sorry. Loyal, loyal tries to be helpful. I, I wish Creator you did not you. sound so eager. You seem to think it will always be as easy as Ilion. I <laughs> keep talking that good shit, and I'll put a long handle on your axe. <laughs> he's he's going to sing to some trees and uh, bust out a quarter staff or something. Yeah, make wood. No. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to give a, a shout out to Loyal, because he keeps trying. I mean, And he's struggling himself, like we've seen recently, and we're about to see, like, he's fearful of what's happening, but he, keep, he keeps trudging along. But he's trying to be, you know, helpful to the group and chime in where he can. Where he yeah. He's not a total block like Perrin once was. He's doing a little something yeah. as the story moves along. He's no. very extroverted. Yeah. Well, he's definitely extroverted. For an O'Gear. Yeah. For no gear. For no gear. So, Chris, what do you think about this opening scene? Well, I, I definitely find the impression of defeat as important. I, I alluded to earlier um, the very simple fact that since we know there are forsaken, or at least a forsaken individual in tier, and then we can assume that Rand is in tier, especially since. We kind of skipped over it, but Matt feels like he saw Rand in his sleepy oh. haze. Yeah. And Rand's description was used mm. by the innkeeper in the last chapter. Yeah. I'll just yes. say it was a, a tall man with reddish hair and gray eyes. Yeah. So Rand's there. So I don't know if this feeling of defeat, it just comes from the feeling of the, um, the, the wheel and the power that is there kind of like the forces colliding and the people just feeling it. Or if it comes from the very simple fact that, um, I missed something. Anyway, we're saying this is what it's like when worlds collide. <laughs> this is what it's like. When worlds collide. Exactly. Oh, you ran it. Oh. I didn't realize Power Man 3000 or 5000 was so popular. Holy shit. So I, I noticed y'all were holding back, and Chris, I, I know you, you want to wrap that up, but uh, in this podcast, <coughs> if you have a song that you want to interrupt with and it's appropriate, interrupt. <laughs> like, by all means, no, no one will be upset. So let it No, especially yeah. one that I don't know. Yeah. Because I can't. Uh, it's okay. You don't need to know that song. <laughs> <laughs> Where I'm from. That's it's probably not the most popular song. Where I come from is cornbread and chicken. Uh, it's actually a song. It is. Yes. Yeah. Everybody I mean, I don't down. know. I don't it's know what you're song. talking about. Mm-hmm. It's a country song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really? Where I come no, it, from is cornbread and chicken. Is where a I country come from? It's, that's that's Alan saying. Jackson, right? And then the next I line is so. where I come from. A lot of front porch sitting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah that, boy. That happens in Newport News. That's not just a country thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Downtown Newport That's News. A city we, thing too. We, we sit on front porches. Alan used to be called Stoop because he would hang out on the fucking stoop on the time. Stoop. Yeah. Uh, that, <laughs> that was back was his in, name. That was back in the day. Yeah, I almost I was forgot about that. Yeah. You sit, sit outside and smoke cigarettes on the stoop all the time. Yeah. I feel like that should play like whenever any of the Amon Fielder or Five like talk about their hometown. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this was before yeah. smartphones were in everybody's hands. So, like, if you wanted to know what everybody was doing, you sit on the porch and you just watch people. 
That's when we were called oh, yeah. Bad I mean, so that's news. how I got that's how I got the nickname. Facebook. Well, that's how I got the nickname. So I was hanging on the stoop all the time, and I always had the lowdown on what's going on as far as like parties and stuff like that. And people would always go to the stoop to find out where the parties were, and I was the stoop. So yeah, I <laughs> I'm not the only one that thought of Hey Arnold when you said his name was Stoop. Nope, I thought yeah, about it too. Stoop, stoop kid is it very possible. I went to Salt yep. and Pepper. Makes me want to stoop, stoop, stoop. Stoop, 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 um, and they take rooms. Uh, Moraine says, I'm sitting close to the inn. I'm going to gather information. Um, and once parents sets the stuff in his room, um, both Fayil and Loyal are gone. So he decides to head over to the local blacksmith shop. It's yeah, a bit of a pattern here. Moraine says something, and as soon as she's out of sight, it's out of mind. Oh, yeah. It's like your kids, man. I mean, I... I, have two I don't kids have kids, like a, so it's not yeah, like mine. Yeah, yeah. What do you know? Who okay. are they? Yeah, so my kids, I tell them to do something, and like literally, if I turn my back, like they're doing exactly what I told them not to do. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, stay right here. I'm gonna go to the bathroom, and when I come back, we're gonna leave the house. And I come back, and they're not there every time. <clears throat> they're naked in the in the briar patch out back, Daddy. It hurts. Every time. When, when every you're time. In char- when you're in charge of toddlers, like having to go to the bathroom is a tough decision. Like. It, do, it do you take them in with you and scar them, or do you trust that they can make it two to three minutes and so you, you just put them in the bathtub and close the <laughs> yeah, like because yeah. chaos ensues. I mean, they find the sharpies, no. the paint, they unlock the back door, something crazy if, happens. If, if I go to if I go to drop a deuce and drop the kids off at the pool, um, the kids will knock on the door the entire time if I don't let them in. I'm like, you don't want to be in here, guys. <laughs> like, be a terrible no, dad, I'm just going to give my in. kids forks and tell them to put them in the electric sockets whenever I'm in the bathroom. <laughs> let them in. They will come to learn a very one. important lesson. Don't trust dad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. There you go. You, you don't want to be in here when I'm doing this. <laughs> there, there's no fan in this bathroom, kids. This is dangerous. Yeah, this is dangerous. This is dangerous territory. <laughs> trust me. You're going to walk in here and be like, this is a, this is a, it's a bad decision. <laughs> It smells like World War II war crimes. What the fuck? <laughs> Pretty so you, sure this is outlawed by the Geneva Convention, Dad. So you've met Alan. That's interesting. I will say I like I like one particular thing about this chapter, and it's I think we were kind of leading into it, and I apologize if I'm jumping the gun a little bit, Do but Perrin. As you see, you know, jump it, the gun from he's like joke. he's looking around. And he's like, "Holy shit! These people look defeated. They look beat down and defeated." And that kind of plays into his own sort of like, "Damn, I'm tired. I miss home. I want to go back home. I don't like it out here. This yeah. is stupid." Mm-hmm. And they pass by a. There's this weird chick named after a horse that like, keeps staring at me. Yeah, mm-hmm. what's up, horse chick? Stop staring at me. Shark boy and cows. horse girl. Was she looking at Swan? What's with the crazy and horse costume? What's with the crazy a, human he costume? He sees a, a blacksmith, and he's like, "Oh, hey, buddy, um, do you have need of any work in in your smithy?" And the dude's like, "Do we like, become uh, best friends?" Normally, no, but I'm really fucking busy right now. So, yeah, get in here and help me with this. And mm-hmm. Perrin just like. But dang, he gets his zen. He gets his total zen on, and he it just is. blacksmiths the hell out of it. Yeah, Dermid, super chill. 
He's working Super the forge, amazing. man. That's flaming forgers forging fiercely. Um, yep. Flaming forgers forging furiously. Fiercely. And it's, it's just uh, it's, it's a, a, it's a playing a dangerous moment. game, Alan. It's serendipitous. Yeah. <laughs> you really are. That's a way. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's one of those serendipity type moments where like it's well, it, it's really what he needed. And maybe he didn't know once. he needed it, but then he saw it and he was like, "That's what I need." And and well, it happened, and, and it was fantastic, and it was great to read. Really watch. I love slow, how steady, even strokes. I I love how Robert Jordan gives us these these sort of like cleansing breath moments when things are getting too heavy when things are getting too dark when things are getting too much he's like hey parent check it out there's a forge over there i'll bet you could work at it all day and yeah. you kind of as a reader you get a break as you well and i i love how that emotion translates into me maybe it's just me no but... i completely agree with you i might be joking in the background i was just sitting there being like i wish i was that anvil yeah. <laughs> I mean, Parent Par- was very stressed. Parent. He most definitely needed to work one out, and he, he did. did. He, he needed to pound on something. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I completely agree. There's a, a level of simplicity to Parent that we've kind of forgotten hmm. because yeah. he has come to be one of our major thinkers, and he's had to make a lot of quick decisions, and he's also had to be really reactive in bad situations and it's shown a different side of him um and at the beginning of our adventure for well, one year and four months ago we were like parents a block yeah but right. it's more like parent we we only saw the physicality that was parent we saw the individual who you know worked as a blacksmith and now we're seeing it again, but from a different light because we're getting his perspective in that moment. And it wasn't about just, you know, beating on the metal. It's about, you know, the observation. Punk tried the to destroy the metal, but the metal will live on. <laughs> well. it, it, it's, it's about the, the art, the artistry of it. It's about keeping the heat even on, against the metal to make sure that the metal is malleable, but not to the point where it's going to ruin the the um continuity of the steel but also the the strength of it and you know he's he's weighing it out and making sure that he's properly uh dispersing the weight he is just like you said really going to work and creating a beautiful piece of equipment and for him it's just ease which well, is it's something, something, he, has, it's something he has control over if we yeah. look at all the parent chapters, there's been so much frustration lately because things get thrust on him. Even Fayil coming along and yeah. he, him him being tasked with yeah. being her keeper and all that shit. He's like, but but Moraine, why me? <laughs> like he just all this stuff keeps happening <laughs> and he's frustrated. Wait, is, is Perrin Cartman? Moraine, I know a I know a little Fayil that's sleeping with Moraine tonight. <laughs> what? Wait, what? I mean, it's cool though, because like it's so relatable. Like when you're in those super stressful moments of life and you have that thing you can just focus on, whatever it may be, whether it's like blacksmithing or you know, just relaxing on watching YouTube or like working on your bike or, or whatever it is, or just going for a ride or whatever. Like, 
podcast. Everybody's had those moments where, yeah, yeah, where they just sit back and they're like, this is what I do that I, I, you don't necessarily have to consciously think about, you just do, and you don't have to think about all. everything and everything's right and at peace. And if it hasn't, then explore more hobbies and I hope you find it. Not to sound like a complete yeah. and total ass, but try harder. Yeah, yeah you've you've got to have something that Working you can harder. you can escape into occasionally, you know. Yes, yeah. and and I think that a little bit of that was happening here. Sure. Escapism is not good in large doses, but Correct. in small, in moderation, escapism is amazing. When it's the better to the alternative of overload. Indeed, it's a good reset. And then you come back well, to the situation you're in, and you're and you're able to take a fresh perspective. You know, you, you let out that big sigh, you relax a little bit, like okay, mm-hmm. let's take a new look at things and move. And on. I I also love I at the end of all this, <clears throat> the blacksmith is like, dude, I should be working for you. Yes, and I feel like I feel like it validates a little bit of you know because so many stories have the heroes. You know, I I woke up one morning and I learned how to blacksmith. Yay! And now I'm a master smith. Like, eh, it it, it gets a little old and tiring and one, at times. One thing I wondered reading this chapter, at least my first time, is if whether Robert Jordan actually ever did blacksmithing, just because of the amount of he did a ton mm, of research. Yeah, like because he talked about using the yeah the different, the different liquids, liquid, yeah, the, the color to get it to, yeah, depending the on the type of the process yeah. you're at, like. It's... Whether he just did a ton of research or whether he actually did it sometimes, like I mean, no, he I actually mean... just watched uh, the forging show on Netflix. Forged, uh, forged. Yeah. Which what, one is that? Is that the one that where they're shows. in fire? The like seven hundred of them that are on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know, I know, local, locally around here, we have like a a local like forging company that will bring. Um, they go, they go to different breweries and. You can get drunk and forge and make stuff. That sounds <laughs> oh so my awesome God. and so terrible. It's so cool. Same. Like you can make, I need like, to so move like, there. Yeah, tomorrow. It's, it's called like Beach Blacksmith. I think it's what's called. Uh, it's in Virginia Beach, and they yeah. travel around Come the different breweries. And yeah. you can just uh, you can just go up to these different breweries and drink all day long and forge crap, which is so we can make Daniel ride his awesome. bike across the entire <laughs> if, country. If I ever, if I ever like disappear. Like if I had become one of those people that like just disappear, drive off in my car one day, never to be seen from again, that's where you guys need to look for me. <laughs> in a brewery that has a forge. <laughs> in a brewery that has a forge. Where's Wait, where did Josh go to? A forge or is it a forge that has a brewer? I don't well, it's care. A brewery, it's, it's, like, it's a mobile it's a mobile <laughs> forge. The guy brings it to the different breweries and like kind of like a, a a food truck that shows up ah. with his uh I will his be his first and... groupie. Yeah, it's it's, it's <laughs> like we'll have a black widow and Ronin moment. Like I where I show up, like, I'm like, you shouldn't be here, and you're like, you shouldn't either. <laughs> I always talked about it. like if we if we ever if we, are we all if getting we matching do- uh, anvil tramp stamps? Is that happening? Down <laughs> 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 here, baby. <laughs> this is our forever bond. <laughs> I just love the line. It's a neat bit of work. No wasted motion. You looking for it? <laughs> Should put that on my resume. <laughs> what? No wasted motion? <laughs> What's your greatest strength? 
<laughs> no waste in motion. No great bit of work. <laughs> which means, which means I'm really fucking lazy, and I only move when it's absolutely necessary for my survival. <laughs> Works for and Bill that's what Gates. Translates to. <laughs> uh, I want to say something. Uh, Some of our listeners are not appreciated, so I will keep that to myself. <laughs> Yeah, take my earbuds out of here. I can't breathe. Assholes. <laughs> Son of a bitch. What are you, a turtle trying to breathe through your asshole? What's going on? There? <laughs> oh, I, think God. We just, I think we just killed Josh. Oh. It's not a true oh. uh, thing where BTP is recording if you don't break Josh at least once. Oh, that might be one of the bitch. best breakings of Josh in a while. That's a good one. Uh. It was, it was good. It was good. Who knew the tramp stamp so, uh, was his? Uh, that that was that was the like the the crescendo, the beginning of yeah. the crescendo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it was rolling pretty good. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, parents working on his. Uh, what is he making? He's making like the knife that cuts the tops of barrels or something like that. Um, I can't remember what they call it, but um, but he looks over after kind of like while he's kind of lost in his monotonous of working. And Fayul is just sitting there watching him like a creeper. Um, I can smell you. I can see you. I just just like the idea that Fayul is sitting there like perched. Yeah, perched on on a barrel. And you're just like, oh, oh, you've really come in here and namesake, haven't you? You Kind of wish Perrin had been making horseshoes. You falcon Mm -hmm. perching on this barrel over here. Falcon perch. You really are a blacksmith, blacksmith. Yeah, you really are a blacksmith. Yeah, exactly. Which course, that, use yeah, that hammer, putting it down he, right. Yeah, even yeah. that is something that's like, like really cool about the scene is that she's I'm like, joking. Oh shit, you really are just a blacksmith, Better but than in the best way possible. Yeah. yeah, I mean, she's impressed. Like, she's super impressed. Yeah. This is when she my forge definitely start looking at Perrin. All right. If Perrin's smart, he'll recognize this too. Like, and not to go off on a tangent of yeah. you know, finding the significant other and you know things that are cool about that. But so it's not like she's trying to jump in and be like, "We can blacksmith together," because sometimes that is an epic fail, right? But mm-hmm. that she can watch yeah. him in like doing his craft, <laughs> the thing that he's he enjoys and is good at, I'm and appreciate sure. it. And just recognize that, be, that he's not just a blacksmith, but he's really fucking good at it. Like that's, I mean, Perrin might want to consider his options here. That that's a good one. I mean, pretty much all through high school, that's how I got girlfriends in high school. From like, blacksmith, was, just open no, a blacksmith you out, in the Alan, that's a fucking lie. No, it was from sailing. It was oh, from yes. sailing. Right. Like this is so, true. So, like, I'm really good at sailing. That's what I do. I race sailboats, this is and true. I would always invite a girl I liked out to go sailing with me as a way. I thought of we'd be like, getting busy right now. Shut up, woman! It's high tide. Prepare <laughs> <laughs> to tack. Tacking. Boom. Tacking. Boom. I like the of course, cut of your jib, of, lady. Of course, there, there there was a couple of misfires with that too. I brought some girl out one time, and she was the most ditziest girl in the entire world. And literally, she gets on the boat and looks down, and goes, "Oh, look, there's water." I'm like, "Yes, okay, <laughs> boy. <laughs> this is how this day's gonna go." And Did you ever have one go overboard? <laughs> Are you saying it's wet? <laughs> what do you think we're gonna do today? <laughs> like, <laughs> Did you ever have one go overboard? Oh, oh yeah. several times. I thought you were going to say that's called capsize drills. It's part of the fun. Look at no me. One. I'm in the ocean. Yeah, and that's where you shall remain. 
<laughs> oh no, I don't know how to turn around. That's crazy. <laughs> what's What's really funny oh, yeah. is, um, I mean, we never talked about this, but Alan, I'm sure you know. Uh, I kind of <laughs> kind of stole your your shtick there, and but I was a decent sailor, but never as as good as Alan. I mean, he he taught me how and didn't quite te- teach me all the tricks. But my, I made up for it because I was smart enough in the cooler months uh, to take a six-pack of beer, tie a line to it, and just drag it behind the boat. So if my sailing attempts weren't quite making it happen, I'd reel the line in, crack a cold beer, and hand it to her. And that that usually won him over. Seal the deal. Yeah. yeah. should do a bottle of Patron. Get him drunk. So you could say you got stacks got on. <laughs> so you could say you got stacks on deck and Patron on ice. Uh, this was college, oh, so it was yeah. Miller High Life. It was <laughs> it was the champagne of beers. Champagne of beers. Hey girl, we're gonna share. We're gonna share a single forty. You're not allowed to drink during this recording. This is how we cut you off no, professionally. We make you laugh too much. I was about to say, I'm gonna spit some of this delicious rum out, and it's gonna yeah, be well. Spitters are quitters, so you better stop your heresy. <laughs> I haven't so, um, spit yet. I knew a spitter God. once. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so anyway, your self doesn't count. Comprehension. Back to story. Replace the vest. So, were we talking about Will of Time? So, what are we yes, talking about? Perrin what is this show works about? The forge. He leaves, and the guy is like, "No, for real. You're like a master smith. Like you're a badass." And then he gives him the hammer. Says here, take so the hammer. Bad. You need it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a heavy hammer. It was. That but that yeah, he, said, he earned it. Like he actually said, like the amount of work you've done today is worth more than this hammer is. Exactly. And normally, I don't give away the hammers, but you know, you've the hammers it. are valuable to a blacksmith. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Tools in general to any to admit, tradesman very valuable. It's so mm-hmm. incredibly cynical of me, but like in that scene and a number of other scenes in in fantasy books where they're like, "Oh yes, no, here is this thing that is particularly expensive or whatever it is." Mm-hmm. I'm always like, "That hammer was on its last legs, and he's just <laughs> giving it away to give himself an excuse to get a new one." Right. Like, or when or when you're playing like a video game for the first time, it's like, oh, you did such a good job. Here's your free reward for uh... Yeah. You're like, what is this bullshit that you're giving me? I don't believe you. Even though like you know that in the story it's supposed to be completely truthful. Like yeah. that guy's not fucking with Perrin. He's like, No, seriously, you did such good work. I'm giving you this hammer, which is legitimately worth, you know, a not insignificant amount. Right. I'm always like this motherfucker giving away free hammers. This They're is my father's not. sacred hammer. Yeah. yeah, that's neat. I appreciate it, but it's level one, so I'm going to sell it the first shop I get to. Yeah. And, and Perrin goes back to his oh, room after this. It's made out of... This... It's made out of... Yeah. Yeah, it's... It, it's you see, it's, it's made out of, like, memory steel. Oh. Uh, good memories uh, don't, yeah. don't make steel harder. So I'm gonna give you two gold for it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so so Perrin takes the hammer back to his room and puts it next to the axe and kind of compares the two. And you know, it's like this decision moment. It's, it's definitely a a very symbolic or what's the word I'm looking for? Um, yeah, a symbolic moment where where 
you know, he's comparing, you know, weighing the options of taking the life of the blacksmith versus the life of a warrior with the axe. And the two kind of symbolize that, um, you know, side by side. Little did he know there's such a thing as a war hammer. Like, he's still destined to swing that bad boy. I like that. I like like that that. a lot. Yeah. And and really, this has less to do with Jordan and more to do with the fact that we've always associated Chris with Perrin. And as cool as it would be to see Chris with an axe, I see Chris with a big, bad fucking war hammer and just bashing shit. Like that's you have a hammer. That's how I. Do you have a warhammer? Black. Wait, wait. Do you have a warhammer? That's. Do you have a warhammer three thousand? I think it's a war often. Do you have a warhammer? You ready to go? Ready to go? I have a battle axe. I do not have a um. So Chris does own the axe, does not own the hammer. Does not own. Uh, well, Mjolnir. I have an idea. I have an idea. What's the hammer for? Mjolnir. I have an idea for a wedding Ooh, gift. So according to Paul Rudd, is Jonathan. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, yeah. And then at this point, Land comes into Perrin's room and is like, hey, we got to talk to you, Blacksmith. And Perrin gets all pissed that he gets called that name again. Don't He's call like, me gonna- that. Yeah, I'm gonna go tell that water something, you know, and the good on the room. He's like, boy. "Hey, listen, water, I'm about." To, and Marine's like, "Shut up, I got something to tell you." <laughs> she does. She verbally bitch slaps everyone in the room. She's like, "No, you for real, Perrin." Except for loyal, she doesn't bitch slap loyal. Never. Ah, she kind of did a little bit. Well, she, I mean, okay. loyal was pretty quiet. The quiet in the she corner. She commands the room. Yes. How about we say that? Yes. Yeah. That's she owns the she commands the room. So what you're saying she is, she's like the chaplain you actually presence. respect. Yeah, with her very uh, presence, that's she's like fear. Guys, guys well, I mean, it's time to be quiet and listen to me because I have important things to say, which is why I heard you here in the first place. Oh, right. hello, we're here for a purpose. Yeah. Magic ladies, let me remind you. Yep. I can finger and, blast. And, Don't make me oh, fucking finger blast. I legit thought I was being chastised by Daniel. I was like, oh, shit, <laughs> yeah, man. I, I did too. I shut up. Really and everybody like, got quiet. Right. That's a perfect example. Or, that is it right there. That's what Marine did. Very well done, or Daniel. Quote, uh, Daniel. Barney Harris as Matram Cawthon. She can shoot fireballs from her hands, so try not to make her angry. Hey, yes. Beautiful. Yeah. So, um, yeah, well, those of y'all yeah, listening, I, just know for all of these people, and as much as we've been drinking, it took a lot of effort to coordinate that perfect example where Daniel channeled Moraine <laughs> and got us all to shut the fuck up. And, and, and everybody in unison went, scripted. Oh, shit. <laughs> it was the Daniel one scripted is, part of the show. Yeah, it was, we, okay, we, it was worked on it for how weeks. did I do, guys? Did I did I say my line correctly? You, you sold it, job. you nailed it. it. We we nailed it. We, I knew it was just, coming and I was still terrified. Oh it was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like my ex. Should we, should we tell them this entire night has been scripted or no? Yeah, right. No, no, hey, wait, they put that out in post. Did your patron sign the NDA and sign the NDA like ours did? Wait, wait till they find out none of us have ever read the books. That shit will be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> we're just reading the wiki. That's all we're doing. Exactly. Just all, like one of us is on encyclopedia-watt.org, which is definitely not where I have chapter 50 pulled we up right now. 
have all read the books, and I will prove it. Uh, Marty McFly and Doc Brown show up right at the last battle and run over the Dark One. Shh. First time they saved Doomsday from oh, uh, Spider Man. I thought you guys said it was full spoilers. Perrin has uh, Perrin no. has to forge a new flux capacitor so they can get back. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's great because. Uh, Parents actually, instead of doing just 16 gigawatts, actually does a full terawatt. <laughs> go big or go home. Into another dimension. <laughs> <laughs> they're, on a, they're on a whole different wheel. They've skipped wheels. <laughs> yep. Well, yep. almost I'm, all vehicles have more than one wheel. Of you and everyone else. Poor oh, Alan. here we go. Ellen, where were we? Poor yeah, so where, where we are, where we are is uh, Moraine has called them all in and told them all to shut up, including Fail, who's like, but I want to talk. Nope, no, not you two. Shut up. There's a forsaken here and here. His name is Bael. 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 Bilal. 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 Yeah, Bilal. That's it. Listen, we're all the Mahales and we have an apostrophe in our name, so you should definitely listen to us. Yeah, Bilal. Nailed it. Bilal's in tier. He's Bilal. he's posing as Lord High Salmon, um, which I I call him Salmon because it's Lord tier. Salmon? They talk they talk about uh fish all the time. So he's, Lord he's, High Salmon. Uh, high Salmon. Um, lock and, it in, folks. Yeah, lock it in. It's not Salmon. Okay. They're all salmon. they're all High Lords um, because I got some of that Two Rivers toe back. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's, time's running Wacky out. They um. They need to they need to fight because Rand's hint that she thinks that Rand's hint to the stone and there's a trap for him. He's gonna try to get Kalindor, but the Forsaken's there, ready to spring this trap, and they need to save Rand. So they need to make a plan. But look, okay. and let's not. And Loyal goes again, like, oh yes. no, another Forsaken. But <laughs> look, oh, your no. plan's a good plan, except for the fact that it sucks. How about we go with my plan? How about you let? Me make the plan, and then it might not suck so bad. <laughs> let's let's jump straight to loyal being awesome and valuable again, without even knowing it. He stumbles in. Yeah, finally, it. gets acknowledged. Like, notice yeah. me, senpai, and senpai finally notices. And and reassuring right. that Moraine, just you know, she hasn't been huge in this chapter so far, parents' perspective. But when she finally chimes in and commands the room, like Daniel showed us. <laughs> she drops the bomb about what's going on, and when oh, everybody's like, "Oh no!" she points to Loyal and goes, "Loyal, fill us in." And everybody's like, "Fucking Loyal's gonna what?" I, this makes no sense, but this is his time to shine, and he, he brings Loyal a little bit of. Back in the yep. time before the boar was sealed, Below was raised to the Hall of Servants right before lose Theron. Yeah. And he was always like jealous of all the other people. So like he was that yeah. guy that was always trying to dive and and one up everybody. Uh, but he was always oh, he was to totally everybody. a one upper. He's an attention yeah. seeker. Oh, yeah, and he douche. and but he was always the guy in the background that was always trying to like pull strings and and, and screw people up because he mm-hmm. wanted power. But was always that, but a lot of his stories sound like Louise from like Ant Man. Because he's like, so-and-so, <laughs> yeah. son of so-and-so, son of so-and-so said. Look, man, in college, I took a entire course that studied Leviticus uh, and Deuteronomy. And, yeah, I lived this. Why? Um, I was, Why? I was a religious studies major, and I thought it was important at the time. And... There are 
yeah. over 40 books of the Bible that are more interesting. Those two are not fun. Either of those books. In fact, in the numbers, numbers is numbers. Literally, well, you don't get to the hole if you don't look to paint around it. Numbers, numbers has the most used uh, benediction or, or exit prayer. So even numbers sure. get straight cred, but Deuteronomy and Leviticus is rough. Uh, yeah. My exit prayer comes from uh, the scary movie two movie. Please, dear Lord, please help me exercise these demons. Oh, <laughs> mine was exorcist. You know, it's, may the power of Christ compel you. May the power of Christ compel you. I've used that on first dates before, and it just obviously it didn't it doesn't work well. Yeah, yeah. So, so anyway, so um, Land has news as well. He kind of chimes in. He's like, "Yeah." So other news: there are Aiel that are here and here, and they're like, "What?" And he's like, "Yeah, no, I've saw Aiel. If I seen one, there's a ton of them. Because um, just the fact that I've, I even saw if you've one. seen one, you've seen a Aiel. Yeah, oh, if you've seen one Aiel, oh, that means yes. there's a lot of Aiel. I'm drunk enough You're that that hit just dead, right. Yeah. That was good. No, that was good. Somebody clap for him. Let me. <laughs> That's why he's grounded. I'm grounded. That was, but and they're on, and, and guess where they are? They're well, on the roof. The Aiel are not grounded. Skipping across the rooftop. That's true. Wait. Bingo. Who so else? back to Juliet. Yeah, who else saw people on the rooftops? I mean, many Tavia. people sing about the fiddler Tavia on the roof. Tavia have... saw people on the roof. Yeah, before we haven't talked about this. I were a rich man. We have. This is new news. We haven't talked about this before. Mm-hmm. It's never happened. Yep. And, if and, I were an Isle man, and Perrin goes right into the prophecy that prophecy that Gaul that Gaul gave him back in Riven and Rimen that um back in Rivendale. Yeah, back in Rivendale. <laughs> I swear I that's where he was in, going. Back in Ramen, uh Rimen, um that Rivendell. That, no, no, you no, held my sword and my bow and my axe. Yeah, and that my the Aiel, stick. That the Aiel will leave the threefold land the waste when uh the stone of, stone of tear falls. And Maureen's like, I'd never heard that. I've read every translation of the of the prophecies of the dragon, and that is not there. Well, maybe uh, you don't fucking I, know everything. I love this moment. I love this moment because Moraine's like, oh, you know what? That doesn't exist because I know everything. And they're like, uh, okay. If you say so. I but you didn't know this. this is what about the it- ROUSs? Rodents of unusual size? I, mean, I don't, think they I don't believe they exist. We also, we also get the tip of information that both Bilal and Samael were leaders in the fight against the Dark One before they turned to the Shadow. True. Yep. And they were also yes. both masters of the sword. Yes. Yep. yep. So here's... Because yeah. if you're going to have thing. bad guys, you should have skilled, competent bad guys. Like, <laughs> yeah. But just sure, because right. you are bad guys doesn't mean you are stupid <laughs> bad guys. Well, and okay, um, we've read enough, and Chris and I have touched on this on a couple of different characters. We've read enough of Robert Jordan to know that he doesn't write a good guy that is perfectly good, and he clearly isn't going to write bad guys that are perfectly bad. Uh, yep. Are you so- saying Loyal's not perfectly good? Because <clears throat> I will fight you. Oh, God. Uh, y'all, sh- y'all should y'all should read some of the lyrics of the rock opera that he's producing right now. And we're going to say that for another day. But he he said that his dear friend Robert got it mostly right. But there's a couple of scenes that he'd have done differently. And uh, yeah, 
Loyal, Let's loyal. just say that whenever Loyal was met with a strange lady in a strange land, he wasn't the only one that grew a staff. Exactly. Oh, and it wasn't a quarter staff. It was a three-quarter staff. You know All what I'm right. Yeah. All right. Goody All right, guys. Goody. I'm done for the night. I'm going to have to go. <laughs> Daniel is uncomfortable. Yes. <laughs> giggity. Giggity, giggity. All the gigs. Yep. But uh, and so that's how we end the chapter. Is them like, well, the audio <laughs> here. That's really, it's really urgent. We gotta definitely get to the it's stone like, now. It's like a, <laughs> it's like a special victims unit. It's like a CSI SVU, uh, commercial break. Right, the ending of this chapter is. It's like, oh, this is this is the the forsaken we're up against. Dong dong. By the way, I yell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Although, yeah, Ian and Chris, what do you guys think about Moraine making the statement of basically, uh, even the Forsaken cannot stand up to Balefire? I've yet to encounter somebody that could keep their shit together while being finger blasted. That's all I'm saying. Oh, we call we call Balefire finger blasting on this yes. podcast. By the way. Oh, yeah. so that's how Daniel won. He didn't just finger blast; he bail fired. Yes. Yeah. If you no. see in the real world, if you do it correctly, you can actually just bring their intellect down. Oh, without yeah. Going ahead um, and actually harming the outer core. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Core. Exactly. Figure, figure blasting. Yeah. So even even for Stegen can't stand a finger a good, good finger blasting. Right. Um, yeah. You got to know what you're doing. I mean, you can't be all yeah, clumsy I mean, with yeah. that shit. No, you can't. Just... <laughs> Can't be all willy nilly. That's not. But if you, but well, if you, a moment if you very specifically and uh, and intentionally finger blast, yeah. you it's can make someone very stupid. Yeah, for a short amount so of time. A, a is the weave like the finger guns, or is it the windshield wiper technique? Oh. D- depends wow. on who's receiving At the blasting. Times, yeah. That's this is the rabbit hole. Make sure that you ask your forsaken. Consent what they is like. number one. Yeah. Because okay. I mean, if you okay. don't ask them what they like <laughs> and you use the windshield wipers, yeah. when you should be using the Baja Blast. No. <laughs> see then there's an interesting conundrum because if you do balefire them they go back to a moment where they're no longer telling you what they prefer it, yes exactly you got to be very uh, careful with your finger well that's what the swirl just be oh, yeah. okay. that's why you got to be cautious with the swirl it's cautious yes. intentional you got to make sure that you're asking for both consent and for preference it's it's a yeah. lot of stuff that you got to do when you're there's a lot so maximum overdrive as you go in with the twirl. It it actually makes me nervous now because we do know it's come up in 30 billion episodes that if if only people communicated better this series would have gone a lot different. So we're talking it about how like good one and a half right. yeah. But f- if finger blasting requires good communication then I maybe Moraine's a little overconfident here. <laughs> I mean, she already, she, <laughs> you see how quickly she dismissed Perrin, be like, oh, new information? Fuck you. Like, I'm, yeah, she's used I, to law, to land getting everything she means as soon as she says it. So, yeah. That's, he, mean, he immediately understands the finger blast. I, here's the thing. Oh. So, like, we talk about Moraine like she's the goat, and she is. Like, she is. I love Moraine. Don't get me wrong. No. But I wonder, like, 
at what point in the story does she shift from figuring out how to deal with these stubborn hay in their hair backwoods idiot hillbillies from Emmons Field that no one's ever heard of where does she make the shift from dear god listen to what i'm saying and understand please to oh my god slow down what the hell are you doing like <laughs> Accurate. i i i love mm-hmm. the dynamic there because she's very sure of herself she is an yes. iced die of the white tower she's been around the block a few times she knows what she's talking about and then these be, guys are I like and then matt's like uh actually if i do this um we're good and she's like that'll never work and matt's like i just did it though wild card bitches wild exactly no, you have such then, a good point is that Moraine so many times looks at the Emmons fielders and she's like, all right, I'm going to walk five feet this way and then you <laughs> crawl to me. Just just crawl on over as quickly as you can. You know, take your time, do whatever it takes to crawl over. One of them hops. And then you have all of the Emmons field five like stand up and just like run. In different directions. No, yeah, no. Guys, one guys, run, guys, one hop. Like, That's not what I meant. How about you call that? Loyal's over there twerking. She's like, fucking Loyal, come on. <laughs> I mean, what are you doing? <laughs> he drew his own pole for his own dance, so he deserves so it. so crazy. Uh, Stop it. Loyal is so not like that. I would have called it all three of the boys, but I couldn't hear them running away over the sound of Loyal's ass cheeks clapping together. <laughs> You, you've I heard mean, our theory you guys heard our theory on uh on men and her ability but still who's men m-i-n oh yeah that you met in book one in Barillon, like how she's actually yeah. able to like do what she does yeah like like it's all because of the clap of her ass cheeks the clap it's like so be so tight you know, I that's hard to believe because I've had the clap and I did not have those visions. It's a different <laughs> kind of clap, different kind of clap. Ian. My reaction was totally different. <laughs> it required it required a long needle and penicillin directly into the ash cheek. <laughs> it's a different kind of clap, sir. Have a good time in Grenada, did you, Ian? We're, ta- yes, we're talking yes, about like, did. we're talking about the ultimate clap, not the Yoki clap. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, me too. Sorry, what are you talking about? That's crazy. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Anyways, so that's how we end this chapter. So, anything we missed? <laughs> no, nothing. No, oh, nothing. Gone. We I think, I think we went over that with a fine tooth comb. <laughs> yeah, I think we did too. I think this whole this whole episode, whatever, everything. Chris, anything from you? Anything? Nope. Just sitting back listening. What'd you say? <laughs> just what? I said nope. Just sitting back listening. Enjoying, there you go. waiting. There you go. Uh, and there were like twelve different times when Chris was just sitting there singing Kanye to himself. Yes, yeah, I loved yeah. that. That was excellent. I love it. Yeah. I just want to. Chris, I told my Chris is just sitting there enjoying the views from the night. Oh yeah, 
Yeah. Same. And to the listeners, the Bohemian Rhapsody was not scripted. So the fact that that I came together like that, that was that well, well done, guys. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah. So thank you guys, uh, Black Tower Podcast, for uh, joining us no. for this uh, shit show of an episode. Uh, thank you. <laughs> always hoping to, we're always hoping to triple your episode time. Yeah, this thank was, you for thank you for, this for was making a me edit finger like, blast. Yeah. Hey. Oh, yeah. This, this wasn't even the shittiest of our shit shows. Like I think we still no. kind of kept it together. So I think we did yeah. great, so. great so. success. We we so, don't know what that's like at all. So how how can how can people find you? How can people support the Black Tower? Um, it's it's really difficult. Okay, it's really easy. complicated. Super. It's very easy. very hard. Gosh, you may not know you. how to do it. Liar! It is Liar! Black Tower Pod dot com. Do not forget. Wait, no. it again. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it again. Time. If you need to get your 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 notepad out with your pencil and write it down, Black Tower Pod dot com. That'll have our Discord, on. our YouTube, our Twitter, our Instagram, our Facebook, our Patreon. All our of names, it. our socials, the first our name, blood types. They even yeah. have my a mother's calendar with nothing on it. The Correct. expiration date of their car warranty, so you know hey, when to hey, call hey, them. Right. There's two oh things on it. All right. Please call me. If anyone has information about warranty. my car's extended warranty, I'd be appreciative. Yeah. All the things. All the. Things. You can reach me at one eight hundred. Go fuck yourself. No. Go fuck yourself. Please, so please. No, but go to Black Tower Pod. It's the one-stop shop for all things Black Tower. Uh, I think there's like one thing that's not on there, uh, but we will tell you about it if you want to know. So yeah. there you go. Um, but yeah, teaser. go there, see our stuff. We're we're, a bunch we're of all teasers. there. Yeah, sounds good. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on. Um, yes, I'll go ahead. You. If you have anything else, I'll wrap up. Uh, do you guys have anything else? Uh, just thank you guys so much for, for having us on. Uh, this oh, thank was you. a super amount of fun. Yeah. Uh, we always love having you guys uh, with us and us with you and all of yeah. the different combinations. So yep. thank you. Uh, that was three hours well spent. Yeah. What he said. Mm-hmm. Well, how we can be found. Uh, we can be found at the Will Reads on Twitter, uh, Facebook, Instagram, it's all the same thing at the Wheel of Reads. Um, also, you can go to the website of www.thewheelreads.com to find links to all that stuff, plus uh, links to our Discord, uh, links to our Patreon, links to uh, our merch, uh, which we use New Creations by Jen, which I think you guys as well. Correct. Um, yeah. Yes, so, she um, has a couple of yeah. our designs. Yeah. So uh, go check it out. And you can hit groups on. Mug. Which yeah. they also we finally have, have more designs than you guys. I'm not so you sure. What you said? Definitely go and get a frosty mug from both the Wheel Reads and the Black Tower. Yeah, it's collect true. them all. Right. You we're, trying to, to, we're trying to we're trying to outpace you guys for designs. Society. You're trying to outpace us for designs. Yes. Well, that uh, is yeah. our only goal. You you probably you probably you probably will beat us. Uh, um, but <laughs> <laughs> we gotta come with some more. Um anyway, so yeah, that's how we get found there. We can support it, like I said, through Patreon. Um support us there, uh, or through buying our merch. Um also join this Discord server. It's a fun place. Uh we're safe for first time readers as well. So if you're uses using us as a companion podcast, um to read through the wheel of time the first time, 
feel free to join the dis- discord. Uh, uh, we'll assign a role that will block you from things and get you in all the right places. Uh, so you don't get spoiled. Um, so you can, you can read safely. Um, and, um, yeah, and then once you finish the series, you can come to the Black Tower podcast where we will spoil the shit out of you. Shit out of you. Yeah. Giggity. And then, uh, are, there spankings? Spankings? Are, 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 are there spankings? Oh, they're <laughs> only if you ask for them, but yes. I if you say thank you, Stanley, I have another. You will yeah. absolutely get spoiled. Perfect. Yeah. And our email is uh, reads at gmail.com. You can always email us. Our, our, DMs are open on Discord, on Twitter, everywhere. You can always DM us stuff as well. Um, I would say, um, you know, that's always open except for the Black Tower. We have them blocked because they send us nasty stuff. But um, no, all the time, <laughs> all the time, so, nasty uh, to you, you heretic. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, I Alan say, like, reads yeah, all um, of them. So any taint-loving uh, person would love. I just I that. open open one eye slightly and then forward to Ian. So that's all I do. Um, okay, but- fair enough. <laughs> yeah, he sends all the taint to me. I'm I'm oh, scared yes. of this taint. I know I know how to work it. Yes. Not everybody can <laughs> dabble in taint. Yeah, no diggity. There's you it's a, it's a craft. It's a skill. It is. You yeah. got to level it up too, which means you got to do it a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it takes practice. But once yeah. you get there, you're gonna somehow drag this out another 15 course, minutes, so you have a flat three hours to edit. That's why we keep talking. Yeah, <laughs> we're, the only reason. <laughs> we're stretching so it. Also, so also, uh, feel free to like us, uh, share us, uh, review us on any platform you listen to us on. Um, we would uh, appreciate any reviews. Yeah, you know, uh, I do actually read those um, and appreciate them, um, whether they're good I or bad. Read their reviews; uh, it makes me happy. So make sure yeah. that you you review all of their stuff because because I'll also see it. Yeah. yeah, we copy and paste them on our Yelp. So exactly, yeah. perfect. Yeah, and that's that's all I got for this week. So uh, anything else? I do have to add Jake and Delusions. I feel like you got boned in the giveaway. So when we finally Jordicon, first round's on me. Until next hey, time. What he actually means is first round on the merry-go-round. He'll pay for you all to ride. Yeah, I didn't say of what, but I didn't say of what. That's the surprise. Yeah. Uh, it's Miller High Life. It's definitely yeah. Miller High Life. <laughs> That's the champagne. I mean, absolutely telegraphed that before. We're gonna drag him behind a sailboat. We're gonna drag him behind a sailboat all the way to Jordan Con and <laughs> crack that bad boy open just for you. It's gonna make for a great. Yeah, Savannah River is not too far away. It's not. I love it's really it. Might get mad yeah. when they go when you go by the Savannah River site for the nuclear power plant, but eh, it's fine. But isn't there yeah. a lost nuke in the Savannah River still? We don't talk about I think that. They found it. Or the major no, fault it. line in the Savannah River. But did no, they? Oh, well, there is a lost um, nuke off the coast of North Carolina, though. I thought yeah. they recovered it. That's a the, the, there's a movie based on it uh, with. Uh, oh well, then it's got to be true. It's on the internet, oh, guys. Uh, I uh, I read it. I read Wait, about it. The internet never lies. It has to be Nicolas Cage who's in that movie. Exactly. We're going to find the lost nuke of the Savannah, Georgia. Well, not to get too many tangents, tangents, but one of my friends when I was in college was in the Coast Guard. And and 
There's a good job, guys. There's a there's a naval base. <laughs> there's a naval base close to where we live called Yorktown Special Weapons Station. Oh yeah. Um, and it's no surprise of what special weapons are. Uh, I don't know why they even bother calling it that. Like, just call it what it is. <laughs> I mean, submarine, guns, right? submarines go there to get special weapons um yeah so wow. it's uh the special weapon station where it's a rubber yeah, band launcher so they load, band they load nukes on submarines um so fun fun so, story so one of the cranes dropped one of the nukes in the water um um this is a few years ago we're out drinking and he gets a phone call from his commanding officer saying get back to base right now he's like i'm drunk he's like, i don't care get back to base we got a perimeter all hands. We got to set the perimeter because the, the crane snapped and they dropped a nuke in the water. So, so I, it, it I, does happen. Um, I have to piggyback though, Alan, because this is crazy. I was joking oh, earlier Christ. about my about my dad being about my dad being a deadbeat. My dad is fucking awesome, but uh, he's retired Navy. His last duty station was at Yorktown, and he was the special weapon weapons officer at the piers there. And there was like a bring your kids to work day, and I've done this before with him. But on that day, I was escorted by a small group of Marines the entire time, and I shit you not, they had enough shit on them to fight an entire war by themselves. Yeah. Hell yeah. We heard about uh, the Air Force's yeah. incident yeah. in 2007, right? Ooh, Where the Air Force really? accidentally shipped six live nuclear weapons uh, on a B-52 from Minot to Barksdale. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Whoopsie. Someone, so, someone got story. About about Nicolas Cage stealing things. So, international listeners listening, international listeners, we're all like flimsy dimsy with our nukes. Apparently, we're just like, hey, just we'll drop them here. You got so many, you can just afford. Literally about to say that when you have so many nukes, I mean, like they just get dropped in cracks on occasion. According to Tom Clancy, there's nukes sprinkled everywhere that you can get your hands on. Let's be honest. Oh, yeah. Hey, Let's be honest. it just goes to show that if you land on the moon, you can catch a falling nuke and put it in your pocket and never <laughs> let it fade away. And I've Thanks, got one man, nuke in out. my pocket and the other one's given a high five. <laughs> I love it. The other nuke or the yeah. other hand? Both. 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 At the same it's, time. It's actually a, nuke no. with, a hand with a nuke in it that's giving a high five. You've and never given a, a, a nuclear high five? Yeah, well, before we give away too many too many national security secrets, let's go ahead and sign off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're done for the night, guys. So, anything else you guys have to say? Until next no. time, Peace. you guys are awesome, and thank you. Yeah, thanks, for, guys. Sincerely. Go follow the Will Reeds and listen to their stuff. It's pretty good. <laughs> thank you for listening to the Will Reeds. See y'all next time. Got the big black thing right in my mouth. Oh my goodness! Oh yeah, that's the best place for it. (laughs) (laughs) Are we gonna go back into that song again? (laughs) Painted love. (laughs) Just run away. Mm -hmm. Clean him up real quick with the paper towel, and he can go on. Oh, I, I hey, so towel. look at all these people here. What's mess. up, people? <laughs> there are hey, people here. There's <laughs> lots of peoples. <laughs> <laughs>
Sometimes I feel I've got to run away. Get away. Something's missing. Oh, I know what it is. I don't have any Are you good? taint in my beverage. I go ahead. I'm going to correct that. How badly do you have you to be know. rushing to make it on time to forget to put taint in your drink? Dude, it was... I. This week has been absolute murder, okay? so You do you realize we never actually start until 8.50 to 9 o'clock. So. Yeah, usually yeah. we start that late. Every well, time we we've started we on time, started Alan forgets yeah. to hit record. <laughs> I hit record. I already hit record. I already hit it. <laughs> or so you think. Out on the streets, they call it murder. Sounds like the song of all cat owners. Yeah. <laughs> all this singing is giving me such a headache. Here, Ian, take this. Oh, sorry. Taint. Small. Yellow. Yellow. Different. Taint. <laughs> yeah, different. <laughs> nice. All right. Um, so let's do quick some quick mic checks because we have a lot of people on here making sure everybody can hear us in Discord. Because just because we can hear each other in Zencaster doesn't mean Discord is working at all. Um so just, Discord just real, you are a yeah. smart guy. Yeah, real fast, Josh, go ahead and talk, and chat will tell me whether or not they can hear you. All right, this moment of ASMR is brought to you by the Black Tower. Yes, Andrew. <laughs> Hi, it's Andrew. You don't actually need to hear me. I'm not going to add anything to the conversation whatsoever. Yep, yep, yep. Interesting. Ian, Ian, In school, I was known as Neon Eon. Uh, named after an inchworm we found, but my worst okay. nickname was Peony. <laughs> is it really that that you named after? <laughs> and then Daniel. I won't, I won't tell you why I got Peony in. <laughs> Daniel, are you there? Hello. Welcome to The Wheel Reads. This right. is Daniel and Star Log, Captain's Log. Daniel Shatner. Stardate. <laughs> I Can you hear me? Oh, there's now. an echo. Oh, who's the echo through? Uh-oh. Uh-oh, uh-oh, we got echoes. On our end or Discord? Discord. Oh, no, no, there's no echo here. Um, talk, no- talk normally, Daniel. Uh, talking normally this time, I don't think it's me, but it's dream that you dreamed of. Yeah, he probably just got the Shatner effect. That's what it was. Maybe. Okay. It is just a... Hashtag Shatnerd. Shatner, yeah. Shatner, 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 Shatner. That's why he actually talks that way because of the echo. It's uh, the distortion effect. That's that the dream that you vibrant. dreamed of. Dreams really do come true. False propaganda. <laughs> Nothing in my life. Good dreams are coming true. Behind me. Screw you, Josh, and your fizz. Oh, yeah. Dude, I'm so jealous every time I see that cup. You, you want to be here for this. I'm jealous of the fizz. I'm not jealous of the vanilla whatever next to it. Vanilla vodka. Okay, so so you're drinking vanilla vodka tonight? Vanilla vodka is it... in a fizz drink. Okay. White girl wasted. Which is, uh, I got, again, white I got girl a, all up in this bitch. I got a red wine called The Silence. Uh, you not, hush. That's not drinking. The Silence. Your hush. sly way of telling everybody to shut up. I I, I, I was going to drink the bottle of wine that like Ian gave me for tonight, and my wife was just like, "No, that's for a special occasion." And I was like, "It is a special occasion. I'm recording." Damn. <laughs> Damn. That's right. The Black Tower said. is here. It's special AF. Yeah. She, she said, said "With the Black no. Tower, you might not want to drink any wine." To be fair, 
True. <laughs> I thought about I thought about going whiskey because I do have a, I still still have whiskey left from the other night uh, from last week's recording. But uh, my birthday is actually on Friday, which I'll talk about a little bit anyway. Again, hey, but um, I'm saving that to get drunk uh, on Friday night. Uh, I'm drinking whiskey. A whiskey called Naked. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zool, since we haven't actually started, yeah, I was gonna say, uh, Fizz is a soft drink place in uh, Utah because they're not in California. I don't know if they're outside of Utah, uh, but it's actually like a really, uh, it's Cold Stone for soft drink. That's that's cool. the answer. Pretty, it, yeah. So that for instance, fancy. this one that I'm drinking right now is a Pipeline Punch Monster <laughs> with watermelon, pomegranate, and blackberry flavoring. Yep. And then I drank a good portion of it, probably about a quarter of it, and then refilled <coughs> that with vanilla vodka. And now I'm set to have a good evening. I feel like I've even got a candle lit. Just mix and match. Because like when we went uh, the first of March or first of this month, yeah, we still got two days left. Like it was like, oh, let's go to Jake's Shakes, and it's like here, mix and match your flavors. I'm like, is that just Utah's thing? Mix and match whatever you can. <laughs> Yeah, Chris that's, is just doing his own do thing, guys. It really is. Chris is Chris is just singing, doing his own thing. You can hear us. He's just yeah, that's that is not a madman. It's like the that, background elevator that, music going. He's in the honeymoon phase. It's all <laughs> good vibes and singing happy songs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go ahead and get started with the episode. All right, guys. Otherwise, we'll just bullshit for hours and hours. It's gonna be a long uh, one. Oh, be a long so we can't go so. past. We but can't say talk about anything past. We are 50, always on right? topic of dragon. Correct. Dragon yeah, drawing. not going to fifty three if you like. You, no, yeah, you nothing, do what you want. Nothing. You're the guest. No, yeah. don't. No, no, don't no, tell no, him what to do, Alex. <laughs> so we can talk about Please Batman in the end. Yes, I know. In the memory of light, what happens is that Robin shows up. <laughs> yeah, Robin makes his appearance finally. Uh, Actually, it's called a memory, the memory of light because bankers, Joker shows up. memory of light because light from Death Note shows up. Yes. Yeah, that's what Mr. Freeze, ah, Arnold Schwarzenegger, actually is the dark one. Light is your oh. oh, that'd be excellent. <laughs> there are so many voices that I'm trying to hear. Them all. That's you know what's made the Sean when, when we start, we'll, we'll definitely get I more microphone control. <laughs> all right. right, let's do this. He, you let's said that as almost like a prayer, Alan. That sounded like a question, uh, not a it statement. Was. Four, it was very hopeful. Prayer. Three, two, one. Alan. All right. 